0: Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. I am Mike Busey, and joined, as always, Miguel Colon Jr.
1: I think it's weird with podcast seasons, and I know Mike's going to get pissed that I'm saying this because he was the one for the longest period. Like, I don't think we need a second season. I don't know how it works. But I think it's weird with podcast seasons because, like, with TV show seasons, like, Season 2, they're like, we're going to add some new characters. We're going to we're going to change and make a new story arc and an enemy. Uh, like, podcast seasons, Season 2 is just, like, almost the same as season one. We just have to add the seasons for like SEO shit. And it, it, it's weird. Like, cause there's no dynamic difference. It's not like season two. We just introduced a new enemy. We just found out Mike and McGill are brothers. You know, we just, we did a time travel. We're in a different universe. It's like, no, same chair, same fucking corn, man, same great man, same mass. I've been wanting
0: to change things. And we have, we, we have done a few new things, but it seems to appear that the best uh, formula is just no notes fuck it and just go. Let
1: me ask this. Budget everything you want. What would this podcast be like? What would this, what would Sports this Sports like?
0: Center, green screens, fucking a studio audience uh fucking corn man would have lasers coming out of his fucking eyes <laughs>
1: would we have like a live studio to just have like a magician warming them up before the show
0: i want it to be like we have like beef on like we're like uh like old school like 90s like news anchors we, we stay in our own green room and like, like when we get on tell the them st- when i'm tell tell me when they're fucking ready
1: for me i'll be out there is that fat fuck out yet Cause I come out there first, you know the rules. I wish that we were like arguing with Steven and Chris, like they were our producers and we were pre-Madonnas, where I just come out and I sit down, I'm getting my paper strait, and I'm like, cherries have Chinese chopsticks in their chewing drawer, like getting my words ready, and I'm like, well, Mike, you still look like the fat fuck who fucked my girlfriend, and you're like, oh, you shouldn't have had sex with my secretary, and I'm like, like do the hair. Kenny in Powers, when yeah, he
0: did the uh, sports show. It was it was some beef in there. I I love Kenny Powers. I want to think. In my mind that Danny McBride is exactly Kenny Powers, and he is 100% really Kenny Powers. Who have you
1: met? Because you've met so many celebrities, Mike. Who have you met that was so opposite of the characters they played that it was almost heartbreaking?
0: That's happened a few times.
1: I'll tell you, I I worked with uh, Sean Wayans, and uh, all Sean Wayans' characters are silly, over the top, and all this stuff, and I just expected him to have like a good, fun energy and it wasn't there. But, I mean, he—he he wasn't like he owed me that. It was just that it wasn't there, and it made me feel awkward.
0: I think when we're growing up and we're watching celebrities or TV or movies, sometimes we fall in love or we hate that character, whatever be the case. And if we ever get that chance and we run into them, a part of us wants them to be that person. Yeah, like you if know? you run into
1: Santa Claus and you had a southern accent, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here?
0: I've definitely I met uh, Bud uh, Bud Bundy. Have I David talked about Faustino? This? Yeah, I met him downtown, and normally I'm pretty like I don't ever get like groupied out and shit. <laughs> you
1: got groupied out for David I Faustino. I was like,
0: <laughs> I, in a way, <laughs> I don't know if he knew, but I was like, oh He's- my god, this is you're my TV brother. We grew up together. <laughs> you both want we both wanted the fuck Christine Applegate. You know, fucking. I was like, oh my god, you're you're fucking you're Al you're the son of Al Bundy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> everything you like about david faustino has nothing to do with him being david faustino it yeah. has everything
0: to do with him being bud buddy <laughs> yeah that's it you know and i just i just growing up how did he how did he react to it he was really cool we we uh we bar hopped all night and i remember i had a camera guy that was like it was like back when dslr cameras like first started popping. in it was like oh shit look at this fucking amazing photo and uh he followed us around all night, and I remember being pretty fucking blacked out, and I remember just going bar to bar. He's really short. Yeah, he's like 5'4". And I woke up being like, oh, my God, I met Bud Bundy, and I partied with him all night. And, it was, yeah, he was cool. Good dude. We, we uh, I got his phone number and shit. I think we talked a few times after that, but I haven't seen him or heard from him since then, you know? Was so it I'm one like,
1: of those, like, when he texts you later on, he's like, hey, what's up, bro? It's me, David. You're like, who the fuck's David? He's like...
0: Yeah. Bud Bundy. Like, Oh, shit! I think, <laughs> I, think I have him in my phone as that, because I, I put, like, the whole... David Faustino, Bud Bundy wants yeah. to party. I might have fucking... Uh, let me see. I don't... Sometimes when I type in keywords, it doesn't pop up, but... I remember putting like his legal name, and then putting in Bud Bundy. You can't just put
1: David Faustino, and you know you got to have the Bud Bundy
0: in there. So you know, just case you're flossing
1: on somebody, you're like, yeah, I do know a couple people. Are you familiar with Bud Bundy and the cast of USA High? Because I know them all. You know, which Saved by the belt, new class chick was your favorite? Because I got like three of them on the phone here.
0: Yeah, we. uh, What's his face? Uh, Carl, uh, not Carl, but uh, Eddie Winslow from um, from Family Family Matters. Matters. Uh, He randomly DM'd me
1: on a night we were having the sorority party
0: too. Yeah, so that you know, I was like, "Well, you know, I ain't seen a season in a while." Darius,
1: I think Darius McGregor or McCready or something like that's his name.
0: I don't know why. Listen, here's the deal: if you were like a a star, a phenom, a television movie star, just just change your fucking legal name to whatever character did the (laughs) best for you. No one wants to call you by fucking David da, 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 da. T- yo, you're Al fucking Bundy, okay? Just go get when you get pulled over, I want to see Al Bundy on your fucking driver's license you know, get a new birth certificate. I don't you were you are not whoever you want the world. no, you're Al Bundy. It's like you're Eddie Winslow. I'm Eddie
1: Winslow, oh my God, that is your real name too. No, but you don't know my real
0: Well name. some actors I I remember who it is, but some actors. They make their character. They 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 push their character to be their like their name, so that it's kind of like kind of sticks with them and a little more marketable. I'm trying to forget what, uh, for instance, Megatron. No, there there was a <laughs> there's an actor who always refers to him in the movie like the character. He's that person's name. I forget what it is, but anyways. Well, like Jerry Seinfeld got the
1: best. He basically was his name, playing a watered down version of him. Like that's fucking great. You know,
0: there's a lot of shows. Larry that David popular, did it too. <laughs> never got big into like I watched a lot of like episodes of like friends and shit, but I was just like, yeah, it would be like I never tried to watch it. I would just it would be on TV and I would just be kind of like, oh, what did you watch besides Spartacus? Beavis and Butthead married with children, you know, fucking.
1: What did you watch when you got older, though, when you got into your 20s and stuff? Hmm. Like, were you like, because I can imagine, Mike, just your show, like, an emotional sometimes. I can imagine you being like, "Gilmore Girls" season two, fucking broke me.
0: No, I was, I was having a a fucking premarital fucking relationship with a teacher, um, when that show Dawson's Creek was on, when Dawson was uh, fucking his teacher. I also was getting lucky with my teacher, so I was like, well, I kind of connected. It was on the WB. It was on, you know, fucking. I
1: think you connected to Dawson's Creek too, just because, like.
0: Katie Holmes. Katie was Holmes
1: hot. was hot and, and I just see you being like like feeling it, vibing to Dawson's Creek. Just like I take these oh, my kids.
0: Oh uh, Melanie from Hey Dude on Nickelodeon, she wound up marrying uh Ben Ben uh, Ben Stiller. I had the hots for her.
1: Yeah, everybody did, man.
0: Her and Ed- Everybody did. Yeah, Melanie on Hey Dude. was Hey the old Nickel- Dude. On the old were you, hey, were you Hey
1: Dude or were you Salute Your Shorts? I liked them both. Yeah. I, I See, My I was more Salute Your Shorts than Hey Dude. Remember Donkey Lips? Donkey Lips. Remember the redhead kid from Salute Your Shorts was in Terminator 2? And I was so proud of him. Like, he was Edward Furlong's homeboy. And I remember watching I've always been that guy who when I see a movie and see an actor that I've been following or you that always- I just know of, and then I see him in a bigger role, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's the guy from fucking City I've been guys. down
0: with you since day one. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you back on fucking Nickelodeon days now I was fucking with it. you when you were on Alex Max Homeboy this is what's up bro Imagine if you could like uh, take stock, like you could you could uh, make celebrity st- stock, celebrity stock. I know they're trying to do that. They've done something like that. I'm who not... would
1: you have invested in that you know you won, and who would you have invested in that you know you lost?
0: I would have invested in the Drake because I didn't see that fucking uh, Degrassi, Degrassi shit him turning into like one of the greatest hip hop artists of yeah, all time. I
1: definitely would not have invested in Drake. I would have been like, "There's when Drake came out." And my sister told me, she was like, that's the kid from Degrassi. And I was like, oh, wait till the streets find this out. Like, and 12 years later, I'm just like, drop another love song, homie. When I they need said this de- for the
0: ride home. When they said Degrassi, I was like, do what? I, I don't know. I, didn't, I, didn't, I stopped watching Nickelodeon when the shit was fucking started getting corny. You know? See, what's
1: lucky with me is I have a sister who's 10 years younger than me, which means like, I was always able to sit down and be like, what kind of stupid shit is this? Six episodes later, I'm like, this is,
0: this is all right. Like, you know, like, I didn't have to look bad on any of that shit. I feel like Nickelodeon in the 80s and and 90s like after like 96, 98 that shit went down the shitter. I yeah. don't I think I think when Nickelodeon
1: cuz I didn't you know what I'm saying we weren't watching it too much into the late 90s, but I know it was still probably holding up into the early 2000s cuz I remember little kids watching it and vibing with it as hard as we vibed with it.
0: I feel bad for, like I have a list of all-time greatest movies and if I ever have children. Milo and
1: Otis is on that list, isn't it?
0: Yeah, of course. It's a good movie. It's <laughs> like, quiet, Schindler's it's List chilled. didn't
1: make the cut, but it's, Milo and it's Otis It's on there, did. motherfucker. Schindler's <laughs> List
0: is definitely on there. He's
1: like, I want to give it to you guys. It was heartfelt. But Benji the Hunted, fuck, that's the one.
0: You, uh, you ever have a, a favorite movie and they make a sequel and you're just like so disappointed? You're like, fuck, that yeah. goes with the whole franchise. And
1: I hate when the sequel is just nothing but fucking rehash of the jokes from the first one. You're like, "What the fuck, man?" Did you
0: watch the second uh the, the the new Ghostbusters with the women?
1: Yeah, and the and the thing I hated about the new Ghostbusters with women is uh Leslie Jones, um fuck, uh Kristen Wiig, uh Kate McKinnon, and Melissa McCarthy the are fucking killers like I watched Melissa McCarthy made this movie called spy which is fucking hilarious Leslie Jones is fucking hilarious Kristen Wiig is fucking hilarious Kate McKinnon is fucking hilarious and when I watched the movie I could tell that nobody in the movie let these women just be them they were like no we're gonna write it we're because it was fucking weak It was weak, and all of them, like, I'm a big Kristen Wiig fan, man. Like, she's fucking quirky and weird, and Melissa McCarthy, man, I think she's fucking, she's one of the goats out there when it comes to, like, female comedic actors, and it was just a shit-ass movie to me.
0: Ghostbusters was the first movie I ever seen, and it was in a drive-in in in Dallas, Texas.
1: I thought Ghostbusters 2 was great because I was a little kid. And and I've watched Ghostbusters 2 as an adult and I'm like, okay, so it's kind of whack. But the first Ghostbusters, like there was a ghost giving head. That's fucking art. I
0: I think there's a lot of movies or shows that we thought were amazing when you're younger and then you get to see them later. You're like, wait a minute, this fucking sucks.
1: One of my favorite lines in Ghostbusters is when uh, they're talking to the mayor and the guy from the Environmental Protection Agency that's trying to shut them down is talking and Dan Aykroyd goes, everything was fine until Dickless here shut the power grid down and the mayor looks at him and goes, is that true? And Bill Murray goes, it is true. This man has no dick. And as a kid, I was like, oh my fucking God, Murray.
0: Remember we were gonna dress you up like fucking a state push Marmella man. We were gonna do a whole story about what
1: he's up to now. Ever since things have changed, and you we
0: know. were gonna, we were we were going to New we York. We were flying to New York to we do this. We bought tickets to fly yeah. to New York, and we were gonna dress you up like a heroin addict, state push Marmella. fucking Marshall state push man, in the fucking sewers of New York, and we were gonna fucking do a behind the music. Where are you now? And you're gonna you know we were gonna do this whole little bit on how like. You know, Ghostbusters 2 really fucking, you know, got your head dead. Yeah, and I got fucking-
1: ridden out of it, man, and all this shit. Yeah. We were going to do one with the Ninja Turtles, too, later on, too. It was going to be a whole New York sewer series, and then Corona came and ruined our creativity.
0: We had all these, like, costumes in the fucking Amazon car, like, all right, I, gotta, <laughs> I found this really legit Splinter costume, so we're going to make Splinter gay, and the Ninja Turtles are, like, his man-boy pimps, yeah. and they're going to fucking be sucking dick in the sewers from homeless people. For drugs and splinters, like that's the whole thing. And the it, Foot Clan has like a, it's like a foot fetish and shit. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make some some.
1: If you look at our Amazon cart, sometimes you'll wonder, like if you just gave me snapshots of the Amazon cart, and you're like, there's two splinter costumes, right? Because when he's gay and when he's super gay, and it's easier to just buy two of them and 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 do it up.
0: If someone was to, they would think I was a serial killer if they looked at my fucking uh, Amazon. Carts. Yeah, like the 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 buy it again fucking button. <laughs> It's like, what? How much
1: chain and pirate doubloons does a man
0: need? Like, oh, so he's a corn man. Uh, There's another corn man and grape man. I used
1: to, so Mike, and now it's weird because I kind of feel cheated because Mike used to not be able to click the buy button on Amazon. He wasn't able to pull the trigger. So I used to know that if I left and there was stuff in the cart, we wouldn't have to buy it that night, and maybe I could talk him out of buying some of that shit. And back in the day, he used to get other people. Like, I'd come in and see what was bought, and, like, Tucker the mechanic would be like, yeah, Mike called me over at, like, fucking four in the morning to talk, and then he was like, hey, Tucker, buy this shit on Amazon. But now Mike can buy his own Amazon shit, because he used to have a mental block for it.
0: Now he- I have Facebook Marketplace, Miguel. I bought an airplane yesterday. All right, let me tell you guys this. $800. I,
1: I, I call up Robbie yesterday. I text him and say, I'm not feeling good. Uh, I'm gonna stay at home for a little and Robbie's like it's okay we're going to get the airplane and I'm like what And he's like, we're going to go get the airplane. I'm like, what airplane? And then Doug hits me up. And Doug's like, yeah, they're going to be gone all day to go pick up the airplane. You guys don't understand. Like, I don't know what fucking plane, how much this costs. I know nothing about this. I just know on Friday I left and we were good. We were paying off the IRS and things were fine. And on Monday, every single person in this house knows that Mike is going to pick up an airplane. And I know nothing about this plane or how much this fucking plane costs. Uh, turns out it was a good good deal. It's a beat up plane. It doesn't fly. It doesn't have parts in it or anything like that.
0: I, I made a uh, status on my personal Facebook. I, I bought an airplane. And airplane the scallies came out, didn't they? They were like, "Oh, damn! What? A, hey, Mike! Hey, come pick me up! <laughs> hey, They're, Mike! One of our my homies, Max. He was like, "Yo, hey, I, I'm a pilot. I could fly that thing. Hey, I got a great mechanic on my team, you know. And I'm like, oh, "We're gonna need a really good mechanic for this one. I it, feel like I was. Uh, I feel, I feel like I was like stunned to where I did buy a physical I am officially an aviation uh collector. It, yeah, you own it's a plane. I and own an airplane.
1: It is ninety percent of a plane minus the electronics and the propeller.
0: Yeah. There's no engine in it uh, and it's definitely missing a lot of electronics. Matter of fact, it has a rocking chair as a seat in it. That's right my now.
1: favorite part. It literally has a fucking rocking chair in but, there as its seat. You think it flew with that rocking chair?
0: I don't know, man. It was it's from the '70s, <laughs> you have so you never know. A rocking chair in your plane—that's <laughs> just fucking. That is big dick energy. I'm pretty sure it was smuggling uh, cocaine to America. Because I don't because, think these
1: guys knew they had this thing on their property this whole time.
0: Yeah, I went to. We've been doing this show called Sausage Pickers, and I've been just finding interesting things from like celebrity friends of mine or random bullshit I've always wanted, or you know, giant ass fucking airplanes. My mom texted me, "Son, you got an airplane?" I'm like, don't worry, mom. It's yard art. It's not going nowhere. It's like, oh, okay. And I've got friends hitting me up like, yo, you got an airplane, man? Because I never posted like really a photo. I did post it in the private Facebook group. So they knew what the fuck I was talking about, but no one else, they had no idea. If somebody said, Mike,
1: I can get this plane flying for X amount of money and it was reasonable, would you risk it? Cause I don't that looking at that plane now. Nah. I don't want to get in that that somebody fucking fixed up with shit they got on Amazon and eBay.
0: I have been tempted to buy those little fucking paraglider like ah, little I mean, lawnmower fucking with shit. the parachute things. But I seen those para- those fucking uh fucking uh power line videos of people fucking flying into them. Like nah, I'm good. They get electrocuted when they fly into them. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Because they're not grounded or anything, huh?
0: They just fucking fly into it and they dangle there and they fucking yeah. It's 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 not a it's not it's not. Would the you move. fly
1: it though? Would you want to fly one of those? I would go
0: like 20 feet if it was above a body of water. I'd be like, all right, cool. I'll go like 50 feet. Body
1: water. Yeah, that doesn't count because I'll parasail on a boat. That's nothing. But if you're like, hey, you want to land parasail? Go fuck yourself.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing. We uh, we we did a thing with our, our buddy, rest in peace, Maxipad, where we flew him behind an airboat in, with a parasail. And going up was, well, it was rough the first couple times. But when he did get up, that was the fun part, being up there. But with an with an airboat, it doesn't, like, it didn't stop gradually, kind of like how a boat can. Yeah. When it stops, it, like. Instantly stops. Yeah. Well, kind of. And then the, the parachute just immediately loses propulsion. It just falls down. And he falls down. And you uh, imagine a long-haired, fucking Eddie Vedder Halen-looking dude, Sammy Hagar-looking guy fucking in a giant maxi pad cotton suit with a fucking parachute connected to him and falling into a lake where he can't touch (laughs) and yeah he he said he almost drowned it was pretty scary but he lived but then he killed himself a couple years later so anyways (laughs) it's like so why was he so worried you know (laughs) I always wonder about suicide. You always wonder, like I,
1: I always think, like if you're really about it, why, did, why don't you just give and th- give all your shit away the day before?
0: What's your if you're gonna kill yourself? What's your idea of way to kill yourself? Oh man,
1: I don't know because I don't want to fall. I don't want to do like a jump off a building and fall because fuck, man, that just looked horrible. And uh, I don't. I really don't think I got the balls to kill myself, man. I don't think I got the balls to do it. Like I think I would talk my way out of it. I'd be Like I'll do it tomorrow. Because first, you know, I just uh, you know I haven't finished fucking all of Game of Thrones, and everybody's talking about it. Maybe I'll finish it and then be like, okay, done. Like I, I know I would come up with some bullshit.
0: It's like that saying they say: uh, if you kill yourself, you you. Uh, I'm totally gonna butcher this. Is obviously. it is
1: it a permanent problem for a, a permanent solution for a temporary problem?
0: No, it's more like when you when you end it you lose the opportunity for actually being better one day or something like that. Yeah. It's like you may you basically lose no matter what if you do it because then you you know you no longer have the day to come to maybe gets better. You never know.
1: I've never honestly god, I've never been in a situation and I've been down, man, and out, but I've never been in a situation where suicide crossed my mind. Steven, what is it like uh, <laughs> this is when we bring in our first guest, Steven.
0: Tell us about suicide. And
1: tell me about it on like the days when you're just like, I just want to do it because I'm bored. You know,
0: <laughs> I got too much shit to do to kill myself. You know, and I stress just thinking about killing myself. I'm like, fuck. They are they're really going to fuck up this funeral. This is there's going to be no fog in the fog machines.
1: What's your theatrical way of killing yourself?
0: Oh, well, if I'm uh, like theatrical, not like not
1: the question of how you are really going to kill yourself. What's your theatrical way of doing
0: it? Live on internet, live on TV in front of like a giant crowd like Super Bowl like halftime yeah. like suicide or some shit.
1: Mine is in front of the Good Morning America window like hey guys. <laughs> dum, dum, dum.
0: There you go. That's a good one.
1: And then everybody's quiet except for, like, one page that he's like, motherfucker, I got to clean that window. Like, that's all he cares about. That he's got to get the pressure
0: washer out, and he thought he was going to go home early. I used to think suicide was, like, a coward thing to do. And, 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 And in a way, I definitely still feel it is. But if you look at it really deep, it's like, whoa. I mean, it's kind of you're putting your own destiny in your hands, you know, because I don't think i could ever be at a point where i'm just ready to say goodbye because i, I feel like that's just like a, a, a moment in time of your life but it's the uncertainty that none of us really know what happens do we have a soul uh is there an afterlife or is there is there a punishment is there reward for our doings is like the whole existence and god stuff and consequences and that's i think that's what kind of keeps people from not killing themselves because like what if we don't have a consciousness after we our body remain like no longer lives like what happens so then it would be like okay it'd be kind of like living in a dream or having a dream and you know it's shitty and you're like fuck this i'm just gonna wake up That's kind of what suicide would be. It'd be like a reverse wake-up. Be like, all right, I'm just going to fucking wake up real quick. Like,
1: I've never had the confidence in anything that people with suicide have. They're like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, I'd be like, ah,
0: fuck. So my friend Maxipad, he uh, hung himself, which is a fucking very brutal way. And there's
1: a lot of people who hang themselves. And I'm like, I don't think I have the supplies or understand the physics involved.
0: And he did it with his dad there. Like, he, he actually, his dad was hanging out with him that night.
1: He <laughs> said his dad hung himself, too, and I was like, man.
0: No. Same time? One, no, two. He, <laughs> trust fall. Same Z's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn it, I'm too tall. So I guess he his dad went to, back to his house to get some stuff because he was going to stay the night, and he came back and found his son's body hanging from the garage. See, man? like I'm like, oh, fuck. That's it's crazy. Like, you'd think that, like, I would I would probably get all drunk and be like depressed and be like oh fuck it. And then as soon as I felt that shit, I'm like fuck no. I bet people have like remorse immediately like no. And then sometimes it's just like fuck it. I don't know. Like I like I said I used to I feel I used to feel suicide was like um a very coward thing and now I almost feel like well is it though it, if you really want to take the destiny of whatever life is you're you're a gambler to me you're about to gamble on like yo it's going to be better after this or it's done so if if you no longer have consciousness you're admitting that you believe that you know how have consciousness and it's done and then the, the dream or whatever you want to call this life is is over however if there is a consequence i don't think anyone ever kills themselves wholeheartedly believing that they're gonna like go to hell and burn forever or some shit like i don't yeah think-
1: i think that's out of their mind because they're like if they have a belief that there's a hell and that's going to happen, then they're not going to fucking be like, I'm done with this life. Let me go. If if their belief is in hell, they're not going to be like, I'm, this is hard. Let me go to hell where I'll ball out of control. You know, I think I think this, though, man, this, when people, what do you think,
0: Miguel? What is it? What is well, uh, what is life?
1: I don't know man I mean I don't even really think about it too much to be very honest I do and I don't I'm not gonna come up with an answer
0: do you think there's a life uh, after death
1: I'm not too sure honest to god I'm not too sure but I do think a lot of people that uh, are found like hanging themselves I'd say about 50% of them were probably jacking off to some weird porn, and the paramedic was like, I ain't going to let him go out like this. You know, cover the tentacle porn. Help me write a note. You know, it's just easier. It's just way easier to be like, hey, man, he killed himself. Like, what? He was so happy. Than be like, bro, he had this magazine called Sheep and Shorts, and he was just <laughs> dangling there with his dick in his hand.
0: What do you think the biggest misconception of reality is, um, just of all existence? That th- there
1: is a That there's a purpose that you, there's the, that there's one purpose to reality and existence I think that's overrated. I think you can make your purposes. I think you can enjoy your life, but the idea that there's some scripted purpose to me sounds bullshit.
0: All right, there you have it folks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't buy into the idea that uh I have a purpose. I buy into the idea that I can have a purpose. I can make it purposeful, and I can enjoy it, and I can do right by the people I care about. But I don't have a destiny. I make my destiny, and it might not happen. But I still I still get to step up to the plate and swing. It's The ball isn't determined to be knocked out of the park or strike before it was ever pitched. I get to choose.
0: What do you want to be doing, and where do you want to be, let's say, You've got seven days to live and the whole world knows that there's a giant fucking asteroid coming. Where do you want to be and what do you want to be doing? And you're going to be literally on your front porch or wherever you want to be. You're looking into the sky because I believe if something ever like that astronomical was to happen, I believe everyone would just be like, captivated by and watch it all go down
1: i think it would i think there'd be a bunch of people too just doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do with zero consequence so that will definitely get in the way like you you won't be able to just hang out on every beach without there being some people like it's purge night motherfucker i've been wanting to do this forever
0: what if what if we think it's gonna be a wild crazy purge but what if it was actually the complete opposite what if like everyone just stopped hating and just started being like you know what hugging each other loving each other and just saying and just like Trying to embrace the feel, some type of connection to other humans. Like,
1: I think there'd be a lot of that, but I don't, I don't buy that it would be all of it. But I hope there would be a huge increase on that.
0: I mean, do you think there'd be people like uh, rioting Best Buy's and yeah. trying to steal TVs? when yeah, like, they know there's a fucking asteroid of coming course, to the earth. And that's
1: the funniest part. That is, you're so right. I, yeah. I, I believe there
0: probably would be too. Yeah, I mean, it happened in New Orleans, like people were fucking dying, and dead bodies were floating, and people fuckers were trying to break into fucking Radio Shacks and shit. It was fucking crazy.
1: I think, I think also there'd be people wanting to do the things they've always wanted to do so bad that they wouldn't care who the fuck got in their way for it. Like, you know, like like something as small as somebody who always wanted to skydive would be willing to come to a place with a gun and be like, take me the fuck up in the air, you know? And then you've got the, you've got the other point of people who would be like, uh, no, I want to help everybody out. I want to kick it with my family.
0: All right, I'll ask you a question. Check it out. So let's say you're in an airplane and the captain's like, hey, we're all going to die, motherfucker. Are you grabbing any titties on the way down or what? You pulling your dick out? You're jacking boy, it? What are you doing?
1: Boy, I, yo, imagine the captain's like, we're on our way down. And you and know you got next three to,
0: minutes to live. What are you doing? You're
1: sitting next to some girl you've never once fucking told how you feel about her. And, like, you, you, you just lay it out. You're like, boom, let me just go real on the record. I've always wanted to fuck you. I have this thing for you. I'm down for it to get weird as fuck. I would be jacking off thinking about you sometimes. I know it's the like, hey, just,
0: just fucking around, guys. Plane's good. <laughs> you see that in movies and TV yeah. shows, and, and, and I'm sure that's happened a few times in history. Do you
1: get tense on planes when you hit turbulence and stuff? Because I ride through it. like Honestly, it I'm
0: kind of arrogant with planes. I've I literally been saying this, knock on wood, for a long, long time. I'm going to survive any fucking plane accident.
1: But do you get nervous when you hit the turbulence? Because I don't. It don't bother me. I at all. always.
0: It's kind of like roller coasters. I'm like, all right, it hasn't happened in a while, but this could be the one that fucking we all die on. Am I gonna be? Am I gonna be on this thing or not? I don't know. When
1: I hit really bad turbulence and stuff like that, I just sometimes close my eyes and lay down. I'm like, I'm just gonna chill through this because I got no fucking say on how this goes down. Uh, I and- definitely
0: have. I, I definitely think it's kind of weird that you have all these safety devices and stuff on an airplane. But why wouldn't they just give every motherfucker on there their own parachute? Like,
1: because that's not how it's going to work. You got to jump out of a plane to parachute.
0: All right, listen. Let's say they're all. Let's say they watched a fucking B, uh, E. B. Cooper, D. B. Cooper, fucking intro on their fucking uh their fucking TV, and they said, "All right, motherfuckers. Uh, most of you are gonna die, or fucking get tangled up into a fucking wing and then get drugged down in the plane and, and hit the bottom of the ocean." But some of you are going to fucking actually live. It's kind of like uh, our semen. We come inside of a girl. We got a lot of dead swimmers, but a few of those motherfuckers make it to the egg. One does. All right. <laughs> well- <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I've never been inside of an egg in a microscopic uh, evaluation. I don't know.
1: Sixth grade health, one. Only one. That's what you are. you are. You are the product of millions of sperm fighting for one chance, and you are the one who made it to the egg, bro. Isn't that crazy?
0: So do you you think, start you think, out winning against so all, millions. So is every uh, cell of semen a different human? I don't know. That's pretty cool. I mean, I... Mm, I, I, I didn't think like to, about that, did we? Mm, that'd be pretty cool. Groundbreaking here at the Mike Busy podcast. I mean, show. I'm
1: pretty sure it's the same DNA code in every cell of semen because it's the DNA code. I don't want why why
0: you jack off in this bucket right here <laughs> and we'll fucking put up, it on our microscope. Open up,
1: motherfucker. Make a mouth baby with Got you. Got
0: a couple of lab, lab <laughs> coats around here and some fucking... <laughs> We'll just start evaluating our sperm.
1: I'm thinking too of your of your of the plane. Like, uh, so I think if everybody had parachutes, you'd also have to worry about the people on the plane who would be like, "Fuck it, we're hit turbulence. I'm out." You know, before before the captain was like, "No, don't jump, don't jump, don't jump."
0: You know, it's funny. I know this goes against all uh, rules of, of physics, but. I've always thought, like, okay, so let's say the plane goes down or this, and elevators too. What if right before we hit the ground, I jump up? And if you haven't thought about that, I question your fucking intelligence. So I remember. Even though it's obviously never going to work, but. I, you know, I, I was like, hey, why didn't you just jump right before he hit the plane? Just judge it.
1: Check it out. This sounds dumb, but we got we got free Disney Channel once for like a month or something. Cause when you live when you live out we live in Florida, you get the Disney Channel, because Disney's like gotta pay off the government. So like, no, everybody gets Disney Channel. When you live outside of Florida, you gotta buy that shit, you know? And we got free Disney Channel for like a month, and there was the Mickey Mouse Club. And I me and my sister used to watch it, the new Mickey Mouse Club. We're like Justin Timberlake and all that shit, you know? And i remember this forever they did an experiment the elevator experiment they had two eggs and the eggs were sitting in like these little spring things that would push them up and they made a little elevator and they were showing that when the elevator falls if you were to jump right before it hit the ground you're still falling at the same force of the elevator so that doesn't change anything. You're still falling that fast. It's basically like if you're in uh if you're if you're in a box falling from the sky,
0: you're still falling. There's the a, box there's a physics term, it's something it's like the mass velocity, whatever the fucking terminology is. But
1: I like. still watching it, see terminal velocity. Yeah. Watching it and seeing it. I'm still like
0: I what, don't would it, know. Yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> like, would it shave Damn. a little bit off? Would it shave a little off, you know?
0: I heard, I've heard. i heard superstitions where people are like, yo, they tell you to tuck your head between your, your fucking legs, knees because yeah. they want you to break your neck so you all fucking die. I've heard people know. tell me the reason
1: they have seatbelts on planes is so they can easily find your body. You know, within the crash, we know that we're not looking for bodies scattered everywhere. We're just looking for seats.
0: I just don't know how much a seatbelt's going to help if you fall 30,000 feet. Yeah, well, at sky. least give
1: me an airbag, you know?
0: <laughs> All right, how long have you seen the movie? Since we we're talking about planes since I bought a plane, and it looks very fucking beautiful. It looks really cool out there. So uh, this Thursday, if you come out to the comedy show hosted by Miguel Colon Jr. and others, we're going to be doing karaoke afterwards and partying a little bit. So, if you're a member, you're invited out this Thursday night to and you the can comedy bring, show. And
1: you can bring a non member friend. Every yeah. member can bring a non member friend. Oh, you've friend.
0: heard it here first, folks. We've opened the floodgates. And then uh, the 16th, 17th, 18th is the next members' weekend. And uh, if you're a member, you're invited. Three you're, days and three nights of fucking. If wild you're a lady, fun.
1: you can come to any of these events without being a member. You just have to RSVP.
0: Did uh, I'm forgetting her name right now, and I'm horrible. I did have it saved in my phone. There is a super fucking very attractive uh lady who listens to our show and was
1: it the one you thought was a dude the whole time texting you?
0: Yes. <laughs> Her name is Leah.
1: Leah. Leah, if you're listening, uh Mike was Mike didn't pay attention, he skipped one part. So when you were texting him, it was this it was this dude named like Lee texting yeah. about renting out one of the rooms and then he's like yeah, she, he's got a dog he seems pretty cool and it would have been funny if you would have been flirty because then mike would have been like oh this dude man he's like he, he thinks i'm cute i don't know what the fuck that's all about but he wants to rent the room out
0: yeah which i I wouldn't care you know i've had i've had dudes holler at me and shit you know but you know whatever Booking. uh
1: i'm at the she age she showed now. up and
0: she was she was hot and she was super cool she had a cute dog a little wiener dog and shit and she's just vibing and chilling and uh yeah um Unfortunately, uh, me, her, and Courtney did not share genitals. I got cock-blocked by gravity. My bitch fucking almost died and fell through the fucking... Uh
1: I think Courtney did that on purpose. <sighs> I think treatment. this was a trick so that you guys wouldn't have to have sex that weekend with that another girl. This bitch. Because I, I think she was just like, I'm going to... I think it was CGI... I think it was all done in post. I, mean, I wasn't effects. technically there when it yeah. happened. So and she's th- getting good with TikTok. So yeah. I think she just TikTok
0: affected this. Could've, she could have just fell down like, f- like in normal speed, but then sped it up or something. I don't know. It could have been, like you said, CGI.
1: Yeah. Know. It was just this something about that fall. I was just like, I don't know. Like, I, I played it again. It was like the Joe Biden microphone thing. I was like, no, she goes through the floor at one point. You know, like, what's yeah. this all about?
0: What was I going to talk about when we were talking about airplanes? You were oh.
1: talking about a castaway, I think, or something like that, or one of okay, those situations. Yeah. Alive. I alive, Oh, alive! You're you're,
0: you're fucking Argentina, Argentina. I think yeah. you're in the mountains of Argentina. It's fucking snowing or something. Does yeah. it snow there? It was, yeah, it was,
1: it was frozen. snow. Oh, see, there. I
0: didn't know if it snowed that far below the equator. I don't any any
1: mountaintop, it does. Remember, the further you go south, the colder it gets. Also, because Antarctica. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, the caps basically the caps. The are more cool. you know,
0: the more you know, the, guys. Yeah. We're all, we're learning every day. How long would it take? There's no food. How long until you're eating somebody? How long until you're taking a fucking wooden are spoon we, to someone's ass? Cheek are we and eat
1: killing it? them and eating them, or are they dead already? They already died. Oh, three days. Fucking <laughs> three days what before. part what
0: part of the body are you ass eating? bro ass that is the, i think mean, that's a go-to for everybody i don't know if that's and gonna be cheeks, mine cheeks
1: cheeks next too because the jowls have a lot of fat you basically want fat. and are we eating raw or do we have a fire
0: raw okay it's, so let me tell you it's only been it's only been seven days
1: okay raw how long are you really, you're waiting three days before you eat a human if they're dead and I'm thinking this ain't happening, yeah, because I'm looking at it and I'm not even bringing it up to everybody. You
0: know, you can go like three days without water, but you can go, you can go thirty like days without food. Yeah, you
1: can. Uh, you can go. Can you go thirty days without food? I think you can go a week, right? No,
0: it, no, it's it's about it's about thirty days without food, yeah. without fucking killing over.
1: Yeah. So get in there three days, be the strongest of the rest of these survivors,
0: <laughs> and then me, man, no bullshit. Stephen, Someone's gonna eat me, and they're gonna fucking fall over the next day of fucking poison.
1: A lot of times, and this is no bullshit. If I have like my carry on available. I be bringing my hot sauces with me. Steven knows I keep it in my book bag. Ooh. So if I got my hot sauce, I'm just sitting there
0: dabbing it up like mmm, y'all fucking idiots, man. I'm eating ass, yo. That's that's my biggest fear is they like not I'm having some, hot sauce. Oh well, no, ketchup. <laughs> but uh, let's say we're in a doomsday situation, and I have like some radishes, and I'm like, all right, I, let's radishes. say I have let's say I have thirty cans of biscetios, okay?
1: <laughs> now that's beginning. <spaghetti. laughs>
0: And Give I'm me one like, right, more word. <laughs> so if I do the math, that's one a day if I go $30 food. If I double that up, that's half a can for sixty days. Or or so one on can so on. every other day. One can every other day. I am such a fat fuck that I would like I would probably do okay the first couple days and then I'd be up late at night bored, like yeah. fuck. Fuck. And I would be the guy that just ate everything in one setting. I like, cooked I'm up sorry. steaks after
1: grocery shopping when they were prepped for the next day. I'm like, cool, I marinated them. That's tomorrow's dinner. Today, I'm cool. then I'm like, I'm bored. Let me eat the
0: steak. Yeah. yeah. i definitely, you ever like, it happens if you want to me when I go camping or I'm on the boat. <laughs> if I go out, like camping, anything outdoors, I bring all this food. Like, oh, yeah, we we'll have food for all weekend. I'm like, fuck, I'm not on my last <laughs> hot dog. It's day yeah. one. Fuck. <laughs>
1: Cause boredom. We're we're boredom eaters. Now that's why we don't have food around all the time. But if if I do like green room, like if we're in the green room of something and we're getting ready to do a show, oh, I hate know, we that. We don't touch it. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't want to have this green room food. Yeah, any like but- parties
0: I've been to or had some salt. Soul- you know how much badass shit I've had in my fucking bathroom and I have a party. But then I'm like, no, nah, I'm not trying to fucking be shrimp breath Mm-mm. and fucking crackers and cheese and shit. But when
1: there's absolutely nothing going on, if I had a spread of food around me, I'm just like, I'm going to have another bite of this. That's
0: why Super Bowl parties are cool, because you're like, there's good food, yeah. but you're like, fuck it, I'm not here to fuck, I'm here to eat.
1: Yeah, nobody's like, because Super Bowl party, you're not like, oh, I'm covered in wings, so I was eating fucking cheese sticks, I'm not going to get any ass. There is no ass. It's Super Bowl ass. It's a bunch of people with their wives. You ever been to a Super Bowl party, and somebody's like too drunk? And it's awkward because this ain't that kind of party. Like, you're like, you're like you're at somebody's house. Every like night a of my life
0: is like, whoa, bro, you're, little, you're going fucking a little hard in the paint, player. <laughs> like, what what's the fuck is going on here? I, didn't you just have a kid or something? Like, yeah, he's not doing too good. And like, whoa, holy fuck. Jesus Christ, my guy.
1: I had a I had a homeboy. It wasn't a Super Bowl party. It was just like some barbecue somebody was having. And he was just pounding beers and he was doing that like jokey shit where, where it was jokey, but too dark. Like he'd be like, Oh yeah, man. great house, Dan. Hope she doesn't take it from you. If you guys get divorced, I'm just fucking around. And it was just too much of that. Oh, and, and I'm done with that guy. I'm like, I'm just kidding. Everyone's <laughs> like cricket, cricket. Well, he was just getting too dark with it, too drinky, too drinky. And my own boy was like, Yeah, we got to see what's up with him. And, uh, we, we just kind of went over to him, went over with like a blunt. are like, you want to smoke? He's like, I'd love to smoke. And we're sitting there smoking a blunt, and it just casually came up, what's going on? He's like, I don't know, you ever had a kid for eight years and find out it wasn't your son? And I was like, what? And he was just telling us, he's like, yeah. He was like, and this is what she did. This is the crazy part. It wasn't like DNA. It wasn't like they were having a bad time. They were having a really good time, and they were going to get married. they have been together for like 10 years. And they were gonna get married, and she was like, "I it. And he said, "She didn't even like brace him like crying." She's like, "I want to tell you something." She's like, "That I never told you, and I don't want to keep a secret before we get married." And so he was like, "Okay, she cheated on me once. She cheated on me." He's like already bracing for that, you know? Like, blah, blah, blah. and it was. And then she was like, "What?" Well, I said the kid's name, but <laughs> whoops, <laughs> yeah, uh, he is not your son. And then she's like. But if you'll take me, I still want to be your wife.
0: <laughs> oh, hell
1: no. Uh. And dude was like, and then what happened with him was, and this is what happened, bro. And, and and I do feel for this. He was like, I'm embarrassed now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Oh, was, of course. Because now, you, now you're raising him, but, some, 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 some... And, and then he's got to cancel party. this wedding that everybody knows. It's like three months before the wedding. And he's got to be like, hey, I got to cancel because, uh, you know... Uh, fucking kid it's not my kid and then also his thing was and they got bad because I hate this now he's like emotional and he's like telling us how like you know that's my son I love my fucking son because yeah I know he's been at that kid for eight years that's your son but also he's like but I don't want anything to do with her anymore and like he's like how do I tell my son and all this shit and I'm like fuck man we came over here just hoping he was like we're getting a divorce now he's hitting us up with a real because when your friends like i'm getting a divorce you're like man fuck her bro you never needed her but when he's finding out his son that he's been raising for eight years isn't really his biological kid and the woman he was gonna marry broke it to him just like four months before he married you can't be like you know how bitches be bro you know
0: (laughs) i was a part of a wedding to where i was at a bachelor party and the night they did it old school, probably the way I'll do it. I'm gonna get married probably one day, but it, it's not gonna be like legally. You're gonna
1: do the night before bachelor party. Yeah, you got I to. never am gonna do that. I'm not gonna be fucking wrecked. Yeah,
0: you got covered you. in glitter. You're gonna be wrecked at my wedding if I ever get married. Yeah, okay. that's fine. it's not gonna be legal. Okay, because like. There, I don't need the government involved in my fucking, my my feelings and emotions. You're going
1: to have a wedding but not legally get married? Yeah, the
0: ceremony and, the, you know, and, and all my homies be like, you know this shit ain't even legal, right? Like, I can hear y'all talking shit in the fucking, the back. Yeah. The shit, right, like the fog, most of any anything we
1: do, you know this ain't legal, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to fucking, just wing it, you know, for a ceremony, for the kids, for the pictures, you know? So why don't
1: even just, just have the reception? Fuck the ceremony
0: yeah whatever you know Just show up cer- everyone knows the the ceremony is for the woman and then the reception you know is for both of y'all yeah so but uh figure what the fuck i was gonna say you were
1: saying when you get married uh we were talking about uh oh, i
0: was at, i was a part of a wedding yeah. and the night before we all went out and partied and i was friends with the bride to be for a long time she was like my homie but you ever be friends with a chick, but then you become friends with their guy? And yeah, and you come- don't know
1: where guy code applies in there now.
0: Yeah, because like he kind of looks at you in the room, and you're like, "Yo, hey, yeah, fuck yeah," and you're just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna fucking mind my business, with yeah. my head down." To the you're well, hoping to God she's fucking some dude right now while
1: he's fucking some yeah. You're hoping, Eve even you So know? I
0: watched. I watched him and uh, some of his uh, best men. Fucking run some trains on some strippers in the fucking limo. Oh, they
1: ran trains.
0: Uh, and that's, I'm in the that's church the next day. This fucking super crazy Catholic church the next day.
1: Almost and, Dios, and God, seeing God. them kissing,
0: love, and everything's normal. And I know she didn't cheat on him. She went to some lame ass bullshit bachelorette party with her girlfriends and probably went to like fucking like you know some bullshit like. fucking. And he
1: was fucking going through it. Which oh yeah, right?
0: yeah, it was. And I was just like. And I, I don't know if it's a decency in me. And I was like, God damn, man. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't, I've never cheated on a girlfriend, but I've definitely had a lot of technicality situations. I, I had a girlfriend I was dating one time, and she didn't want to come to a Halloween party. I was like, oh, you ain't come to my Halloween party? Well, what the fuck do I got a girlfriend for? I was <laughs> like, well, as of effectively, as immediately, right now, I feel like I was serving legal papers. I was like, we are no longer boyfriend and girlfriend. So, yeah, that, that later that, a couple days later, I fucked another girl. And then we got back together, but then I kind of kept it like I didn't want to, didn't want to tell anyone. Why? Why would you tell her? You and were like, dating. I was like, hey, babe, listen, uh, I had really fun last night, but um, I'm going to go back to her. <laughs> um, can we just keep this between the two of us? But no, we got out, and it was, you know, it sucks when it gets out, but when it's out, you feel free. You're like, yep, we got no skeletons in the closet. I had a
1: girl tell me one time, like at, right after we hooked up, I'm talking like morning right after we hooked up. She was sitting up on the edge of my bed, and she was just texting. And I was like, "What's up?" I was like, "I was all happy." You know, she's like, "Hey," she's like, "Me and my boyfriend got back together." And she's like, and I was like, "Okay." And she's like, "He's coming to pick me up." And I was like, "Okay." And she's like, "I don't know what to say." And in my mind, I'm thinking like. That kind of sucks, but also this is right when Uber started and I was going to pay for the Uber to, like, send her back. Wow. So I'm like, Nancy. okay, yeah. So I'm like, I just saved 20 bucks on this one. But still, like, you, you, you had that expectation of morning sex, and then I thought about it, like, did I, like, fuck her so bad that <laughs> right after she was like, hey, baby, I don't want to oh, do this anymore. I know <laughs> I've
0: definitely – like, I've had some girls in my past who's hung out with me, and they feel like they danced with the devil all night and got wild, and they, they immediately regretted. And, like, I've literally pushed – women into the arms of their ex-boyfriend or their husband. Me and you have talked about
1: this privately but I don't know if we talked about the podcast that sometimes uh, when we hook up with girls like parties here things that we're like we know that these girls don't party hard or get wild experiences and we hook up with them. We talk about how in the morning me and you always have this awkward feeling of like is she gonna be cool with how wild she was last night? You know, because it's not drunk. That's the thing. It's not that she got drunk and got wild. It's that she got loose and wild because she was in an environment of wildness. But then you wake up in the morning with them and you're like, listen, I was I'm the same me I was last night. That's what
0: sucks. Like Are women, you the same you now? Yeah, women do that shit to themselves. That they they uh I feel like in a way they're suppressing their own gender because they like to slut shame each other and no guy like guys don't slut shame each other. Like, oh fucking high what, what an asshole! This guy is fucking all the girls. What a loser! How ew, you're so disgusting, bro! You're gonna get AIDS, bro! What the fuck? Girls be doing that shit, and it, and it, and it's actually suppressing the 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 sexual culture to make it this unneeded taboo. It's it just suppresses
1: sex. the fact that it doesn't allow for equality. Like, if you're going to judge another girl, or if you're a guy judging a woman on wildin' out, but you're high-fiving your homeboy for wilding out, then you've set the line
0: already that there's no equality. I actually feel bad for women because they they get slut-shamed a lot, and, and it could be like this. I've had girls come over here, and their boyfriend or husband or whoever got all freaked out like, oh, my fucking God, I hate you, bitch, you fucking whore. But then, like, she was literally just sitting there, like, babysitting her other drunk friends and just being very polite and chill.
1: I gave a girl a Sausage Castle shirt, uh, and she said she was wearing it one day at the shop she worked at, and a guy was like, you go over there? She was like, I actually haven't been yet. She's like, but uh," she was like, you know, guy, guy I'm seeing, he works over there. The guy was like, you know what they do over there? And she was just like motherfucker like i don't know you know i'm saying like i don't even fucking know you like it got her so pissed off because instantly they're just like oh
0: where where did where did humans where did it where did it start where did it like slut shaming where did where did like dehumanizing sexuality where did it become i think i think in
1: some cave when unglock wanted to fuck clock clock and Tarnock was fucking her. He was like, Cluck, Cluck, you are whore well, according- for not fucking me. Now I will go to this sheep, and I will make sheep love
0: with it. According to the book of Genesis, it said that when they had uh, picked from the fruit of uh, tree of knowledge that uh, they were naked and the lord was like hey god was like how did you motherfuckers know you were naked what they had they felt it's shame or something so maybe that's probably
1: logical that there was a magic apple and a talking snake in a garden 6000 years ago
0: so i don't know i don't <laughs> where, is that where it started miguel i don't know but it know? like
1: i mean i think that like i know that it had to start just based on every culture's general treatment of women it had to start with men slut shaving women
0: it had to be because some group of men weren't getting no pussy. Mm-hmm. So they're Dude's like, getting no
1: pussy have been ruining the world since the beginning.
0: Yeah, maybe that's all of our problems. Uh, starvation, uh, nuclear weapons, everything goes back to men not getting pussy. Yeah. Because I've, I literally just tweeted this the other day. I was like, I've never seen a, a mass shooter that just got their dicks out, go shoot up a school or a church or a fucking nail yeah, salon. Yeah, because they they're just eat? like, let me get something to eat. I'll do this tomorrow. I mean, it's it's really um, yeah. It, it's it's dudes, a case of this guy needs to get a, a girlfriend. And, and or the problem, and
1: the problem is, dudes who can't get pussy, it never has anything to do with the women. It's the dude. Like, cause, like yeah. if, if you there's can't how, get there's, pussy, there's somebody
0: for everybody. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're just you're just barking up the wrong trees, trying hard on so. You know what always happens to. There's always a dude who is, like, in love with some woman and puts her on a pedestal and everything, and she don't know he exists, and she ain't even fucking trying to be a dick to him. She just doesn't even know he exists. He's never had the balls to even hit her up. And there's other people around him that he's blowing off left and right because he wants this fucking all-star Megan Fox package.
0: Oh, I see a lot of guys like that. And there's some my chick industry. that's
1: hitting him up that's probably going to fucking be down for him and a better fit for him because she's about his life. But he's like, I'm swinging for the fences. I used and then to tell Robert that. At Megan. Yeah, and then he gets mad at Megan
0: Fox, who doesn't even know he exists, because she doesn't know he exists. She's fucking one of my homies. But uh, uh, I used to tell Robert all the time, like, Robert, listen, I love you, bro, but you, you, got, uh, you, got, the, you got fucking unrealistic expectations. You, you're trying to go after these models and, and these, uh, these, these Instagram girls that want clout and all this and that and blah, 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 blah. You're not on the same level. You, yeah you, you have like there's different there's forms of penis currency there's uh fame there's money there's a position there's uh like what they're willing to offer them yeah it, people forget and they like to hate that there is a there is always a a silent courting of the humanity of the genitalia it is no different from the animal uh kingdom the loudest the biggest the strongest. The, they they fight they physically peacocks
1: ain't running around like that because it's not getting a pussy
0: yeah lions aren't fucking fighting in the middle of the night over some fucking some baby lion pussy because they fucking just had nothing to do these motherfuckers, baby bears aren't fighting each yeah. other so goddamn sexually that's <laughs> i'm gonna regret saying that off the top of my head for the rest of my life I, you know blue whales mean? get it i got Let a blue snap. whale meme today but i definitely get some fucking bears things and shit you name it <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a very uh, like I I've always said this. You can talk about politics and religion and this and that and blah, blah blah, but we're all human species that we're all trying to domesticate. And then we're like, oh my god, can you believe that guy who's never got pussy just shot up a fucking nail salon? What an asshole! Like they say that. I mean, we we get hormones, we get emotions, and and you get you get fucking caught up in a moment. I don't think anyone ever if you can't get Bush pussy shit. that's on you but you, i'm gonna say this
1: if you build up so much that you need pussy that you're out there fucking taking lives go fuck yourself it ain't about pussy at that point it ain't about pussy you're just a fucking punk man and, and i don't know because because goddamn how many losses have we taken in everything in life but my loss shouldn't be the, the, you know i'm taking L's some days that doesn't mean other people got to die uh You know what I'm saying? I hate that shit about people that they're like they get so angry they think I'll punish other people. But it's like you're not you're not fucking getting anything for yourself. You're just so shitty of a person that you and so fucking narcissistic. Most of these goddamn killers in my mind are narcissistic fucks because in my mind they're so fucking like focused on their own lives that they're like I'm gonna murder random people because my life sucks. Fuck you, life sucks. Life sucks. It's a beautiful struggle that's constantly filled with shitty days, but the good days are fucking good. And and I just think when we're always trying to diagnose school shooters, we're always trying to diagnose people that were bullied, people that, that lashed out and started killing random people. Fuck you. Now, if you go out and kill the person who's bullying you, I'm not condoning that, but I kind of see where this is coming from. This motherfucker's fucking with me so hard that I need to get rid of them. That seems logical, if even if it's illegal and immoral. But this person's fucking with me so much, I'm going to kill them all? I think you're just a fucking narcissistic bitch at that point, man. And I, and I hate the fact that these people exist and take good people out of the world just for being fucking pussies.
0: I'd like to think that during at least one of these mass shootings that this sick individual, uh, as they're firing upon innocent lives and killing people, that they maybe at least once glanced and saw someone they knew, maybe not even knew well, maybe it was someone that, like, stuck up for them in the hallway or invited, picked them in a game of kickball or fucking whatever. And I think a lot of that stuff, that's what it stems from, is just, like, them not feeling accepted or wanted or... People who have relationships, whether they're, they're it's platonic or sexual or whatever, I feel that no human really wants to be all alone. Which is a reason why one of the most cruellest things you can do to someone in in the judicial system is to put them into solitary confinement. It literally. Like, yeah, they're trying to reform things where they can only do it for so long because it literally would drive someone fucking crazy. And
1: stop ghosting people. Just have the balls to tell them you don't want to talk
0: to them anymore. Yeah, listen. Hey, girls, by the way, if you are listening, if, if there's a dude that obviously you're not attracted to and you do not find any fucking reason to ever hang out with them in public or privately, just say, hey, bro. No, I'm good. Thank you. I'll tell you this. And I only consider it, I only
1: consider it ghosting when you guys were having communications back and forth. Now if this motherfucker is just hitting you up out of the blue, you not responding to him Correct. isn't ghosting. Correct. But if you guys were cool. Here here's the only way I consider it ghosting. Everything was going fine and then all of a sudden you stopped talking to them. That's, That's a part ghosting. of growing up too because yeah. when
0: you're younger you get so bent out of shape. You're like, "What the fuck you fucking bitch? I fucking made my bed and fucking I fucking, I fucking, I, I put on cologne, you bitch. And then. I lit these candles, man. All yeah. of them. But then when, when you can become more stronger as individuals, when you can take those L's and then keep moving. Because trust me, I have been stood up a million fucking oh, times. Oh, yeah, me too. Business, love, relationships, you name it. I've been led on. I've had, I've talked to girls for years via the internet and phone and FaceTime. And thinking like, oh, it's on like Donkey Kong when I get here, all for like some random guy outside to be like, hey, what's up, girl? And like, oh yeah, I'll take you here. And the next thing you know, I don't even know they're at my house. And then next thing you know, they're fucking. And this, you just or someone offers someone, hey, you know, like I've had people connect in different ways that I just didn't connect. And you, you put, you invest this time and effort. But at the end of the day, man, they choose you. You don't, you don't get to choose them. Yeah, and then. You gotta just fucking chin up and say, "All right, you know that 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 vagina wall is closed. Let me go look for another one." Yeah, and and a lot of us guys get hung up on that shit and, big time. And I'm obviously, you know, being being a little facetious by saying that you know, guys who don't get their dick sucked is the main reason why right. they're but, fucking but, shooting but things. You're but you're
1: saying like basically, I, it's,
0: a, I, it's an acceptance thing. It's, yeah, they're not wanted. That's why people start people religions, yeah. cults, groups, clubs. That's why people, you know, some people, you know, every night. Could you imagine? There's like when I see people go to a restaurant by themselves, I think that's really cool that they can do that. But I also am like, damn, that's kind of, that's kind of, for me, that's kind of like, whoa, like they went, they did, they had the nerve to just go downtown by themselves or they went to the bar by themselves, which is a very empowering thing. And I've done very few times, obviously, because I don't want to drink and drive. That's my main fucking reason. But, uh, i've never been able to do that i just couldn't just go to disney world right now by myself without right. being like ah because i want to share these moments with someone that i have a connection with you know which is why you know we talked about the last uh episode where i was willing to risk uh bringing some random scallywag with a baby uh fucking to tennessee and hoping that the goddamn baby stayed the fuck here and and then we went off on this little adventure you, you've you know you've shared with times that yeah. uh We've invested time and effort into something. We get all excited and, and it just falls through. Yeah. I've been, oh my God. There's been times where I've like damn near fucking planned romantic fucking getaways and shit. Like, oh yeah, I got it. I got my car washed. I got a nice little fit. The, the worst
1: part is when it's not about the fucking, it's about, man, this is going to, I, I want to do this shit with her. I want to do these things. You know, you're that's like, that's what this hurts is the most. Yeah. You, could,
0: you could jack off and just be like whatever. But what hurts. Is when you were like more invested into it, and, and it's beyond a sexual thing, because I feel like sexual, sexual, sexuality is very primitive. It's very like animalistic type of behavior. Yeah. You nut, you instantly just at least at my age, you're just like fuck, I'm good, playing, I'm good, fucking whatever. That's the time to ask me for shit. Like after oh, I yeah. nut, like yo, Mike, can I borrow a car? Like yeah, man, fucking whatever, man. Fucking right after
1: I nut, I like have a clear understanding of the universe. Yeah. I'm like oh i'm like i get it my father wanted to love me but it was hard for him to love himself that's the thing with the with
0: the bible and, and and the like the ten commandments and stuff the only thing i fucking get hung up on man, all this sex shit and premarital stuff because everything like that i i, I try not to lie I try not to steal I try not to cheat i try to be an overall fair person but damn that fucking that that sexual shit got me off fucking- is it even
1: one of the ten commandments though because uh, I feel like the Ten Commandments not that's have the adultery
0: law. and fornication is yeah. definitely in there somewhere, but because um, I
1: feel like the Ten Commandments, man, they're pretty good. And then there's a bunch of bylaws that it's like, oh, come on now, God.
0: I just man, wish man, like shrimp is delicious. I wish you bucket. were just judged by your heart. Like you just when you when you die, they plug they plug a fucking USB cable into your back of your your brain, and they just like, okay, where does he fall in to the to the level of of humanity? Was he was he good? Did he was he a scumbag? How much of a scumbag? Was he a piece of shit? How much of a piece of shit? Was he a good person or not? You know, like... I hope that's the way it goes because it just... We all know good people that are like 20% fucking horrible. Yeah. You know, I know I know some amazing men and women that are just like, wow, they're so fucking cool, but goddamn, don't ever fucking blah, 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 because they are fucking bad news or can't ever trust this person they'll fucking yeah he will fuck your wife right in front of you, you had a chance but damn he'll fucking work his ass off and he'll show up and you can trust him and he's a he's a fun guy but i feel like most humans are 80 percent, you know or on the good end they're 80 percent good but there's a 20 percent of them it's like fuck yeah and it's I, up it just depends on whether you discovered or not so
1: most people i feel are good bad people the one thing i know about this bad people seem to be more hard working than good people and that's always a problem bad people fucking want it more sometimes bad people will 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 feel it's owed to them more and take it and good people a lot of times are on that whole it'll it'll work itself out you know and that's a dangerous thing because good people will be the ones to sit still when bad people run around and do a bunch of wild shit
0: yeah i don't know i don't got it all figured out and when i do It'll be too late to tell anybody, and well, I think if I did, I think, they wouldn't know.
1: I think I figured something out. I think you got a piss.
0: No, I don't. No, I saw. I saw the body language, and no, I thought a piss was coming. My, I'm still in ass pain. I mean, I'm, it's been it's been fucking up my my performance the last month. My ass is fucking. I'm, I'm sitting on a, a fucking purple pillow. It's a hundred dollar fucking pillow, and uh, it looks like something you you fucking. They would use in the fucking elevator plane, fucking (laughs) exercise. They drop the egg onto it. Does it shatter? It looks like
1: soundproofing.
0: Yeah, and I still, I still toss and turn with my ass, and it's.
1: Well, tell you what, I'm going to give you a minute to take a break because we're coming up to the second half, and then when we get back, we'll have more. You're listening to the Mike Pushee Show.
0: Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content
1: stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming
0: down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeachy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeachy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest, and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. YouTube beauties. Don't worry campers, we've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while, I've been a member for about three months and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships are missing out. I, I, your I started PK, following Mike BC about, about two years ago the and Trump the guy's a Trump real guy. guy and uh, allows people to come here that are like outcast from society and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field day. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers, the only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each members weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black. If they
1: lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far, the members' weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what i mean that's what i'm saying like this is just it's life right now it's it's amazing i'm honored to be here i'm honored to meet everybody to see how cool everybody is how loving they are and just how chill they are they're just real people like us
0: like i don't even think it's about the money it's about the pride at some point some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's gonna show up at Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, Athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At members weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown orlando we've been known to take the party to the streets nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures you never know where mike is going to take you and the rest of the members during members weekends just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride Not everyone can make it to members weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes. If you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's
1: Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey. And then he introduced you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member and then
0: you fucking see the debauchery show that's for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, christian or atheist it doesn't matter come and enjoy arrive as strangers and leave as family oh, hell yeah. what actually happens uh in the transition guys do we is, is there still a commercial playing yeah we're just we're just bleeding that into their head huh yep. well if you just joined us as a member we want to say thank you and i'm excited because uh well we're having a comedy show this Thursday, Miguel, you're hosting a show? Yeah, and, and I was thinking about it. This is the second
1: one because we didn't have one last year because of COVID, and uh, it was on the itinerary to happen, but we didn't. So this is the second uh, April Fool's Day comedy show. And the first one we did, I don't know if we told you guys that we bought that stage that went to $3,000. Stage, hold on. Castle. It's a castle. It was a castle. It was a backdrop. It was back in the day with one of those where I was like, Michael, there's no way we can buy this. And he's like, okay, it's on its way. And it was a fucking castle stage and we kept saying, like, we gotta get this out out of the elements. We gotta get this out of the Some
0: elements. Some stage uh stage designer, prop master at Universal Studios, I guess, uh, got married and uh him and his wife got married on it looks like a fucking Hamlet play yeah. fucking stage. It is super legit. It is,
1: isn't the way we should talk about it. It was. Yeah, it
0: was. (laughs) Because we had it up here uh, right outside these uh, podcast doors, outside uh, in the little cul-de-sac of our garage area, which now is uh, held down by the Scrambler. Uh, There was a giant, I want to say it was like 15 feet high and a good 40 feet long. It had a little stage. It was beautiful from top to bottom. It was probably like
1: almost twenty feet from because it went up like three feet. Yeah, and then it went and it was beautiful. And it was
0: vibing. It was doing a great job. And then this it was tropical dope. storm came by and fucked there it up. It all it goes. fucked it up. I was sad. I
1: Mike made us put all the like scraps of it in the in
0: the warehouse. Oh, I held on. There's still pieces floating around. This and this motherfucker thing, right now. guys,
1: this thing got fucked up. Like it was in like sixty five pieces. And and literally every time we'd be like, "Yo, Mike, we need to throw this away." He'd be like. I don't know. You don't. You don't think we can put it back together? And it was like dumped it. <laughs> it. was like a fucking plane wreckage scattered across fucking a field, and you're and like, yeah.
0: Oh. I never like. I, I tried to live with Greg, but I was like, fuck. I should have put it inside the arena.
1: Damn it. It was a motherfucker though. It was big, and I mean, when it when it got fucked up, I mean, it got fucked. Like this thing bent and ripped, and fucking floorboards went out, and I, everything. If you ever
0: go into my bathroom, you'll see like these like uh, cathedral looking windows. They are uh, they are remnants of the castle. It's all that's left. And if you no no, but wait, there's the more. pirate ship, right out by the the pirate the uh, pool out here in the back uh, cabana area. There's a couple remnants that we use as a backdrop to some of the pirates. That's stuff. right. So there are pieces of it. And if you ever come here and you look at it, you will be like, wow. I bet that castle was pretty cool.
1: That's a great three thousand dollar purchase. Three thousand?
0: I think it was like four thousand.
1: Yeah, it was three thousand down and a thousand. Uh, yeah, it was it was like a thousand down and three thousand when they came here. Yeah, and the
0: guy I had to pay the guy like five hundred bucks to erect it because I was like, yeah, go ahead, player, you got this. It was weird buying something from a wife, and her husband was like basically forced to fucking put it yeah. together and remind uh,
1: uh, me of you, you ever like your mom ever like call you when you were a kid like hey come here and you like come in the room she's like you need to go to miss so-and-so's house and help
0: her with you like what the fuck you're bartering me off yeah i hit him up a couple times like hey uh we had a little incident with this <laughs> tropical storm and uh it fell on death ears so yeah
1: what's the what what's what's the purchase that you can now hands down say yeah that was stupid because I don't think the stage was stupid. How much time just, we got, Miguel? You should have asked me the first give me, hour. Give me one that you're just like hands down that was stupid. Because the stage wasn't stupid. We just fucked up not putting it inside because it was so I goddamn for, big and heavy. We thought nothing could fuck I'm with good it.
0: with every single vehicle I've ever bought uh,
1: for one. And uh, you're not good at bartering either. Like all, all the things you're good at,
0: bartering isn't one. Because like I, 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 I'm I, good at bartering in other situations, but when it comes to like financial just bartering. being an asshole, I'm like, no, I'll give you 50. That's it. I started to do that during COVID. I started like low balling the shit out of people on Facebook marketplace. They were asking for shit for like five hundred bucks. I was like, I'll give you fucking hundred bucks. That's it. i I'd put like, like attitude in the end of the message, like that's it. That's all I got.
1: We we send out Jeff and Robbie a lot and they're pretty good barterers.
0: Robbie's the king. Rob's an asshole. He'll just show up somewhere like, Hey, listen, I got fifty bucks. You want it or not? All right, I'm out. And he what, what, one off. of the
1: best Rob stories he told me was I forgot what he was bartering for, but it was like uh the guy wanted uh four fifty or yeah, the guy the guy wanted four fifty for it and uh or uh, well the guy wanted five hundred for it. and Rob's like best I can do is four fifty, and they're like, "Come on, blah blah blah." And finally, he's like, "Fine." And then when Rob went to pay him, he had gave him five hundred bucks, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need change." Oh. <laughs> the guy's like, "You
0: fucker!" All right, one of the things I regret buying was the first pirate ship that looked way bigger in photos. <laughs> yeah, and then it fell apart as he was out dri- ride was driving back from Daytona. And I seen it. And I was all excited. I'm like, hanging in the driveway. Like, Here it comes. I'm like, what the fuck Roddy is Ro- this? Roddy
1: Robson. As he was driving, people were honking at him. And He's like, yeah, I get it. I got a pirate
0: ship. But they were honking because
1: pieces of it were flying off, flying towards their vehicle.
0: That's where we hid the golden skull for a thousand dollars from last summer's weekend inside the uh, the old pirate ship. When that pirate ship pulled up, some of you're getting your pirate ship confused right now. We go yeah, separate. This is
1: this is the John boat that had a pirate ship built on top of it. That the size of this. Be- Death. That sunk one day while me and Mike were in the office. It was cute as fuck <laughs> watching, while I was swimming out we're watching there. Watching it on Snap going down.
0: Yeah. I and was, the best
1: the best thing with that one though is when it showed up, a it was like Mike and funeral. Yeah, it was like when somebody shows you their ugly baby. Like you don't know how to react because they're like, hey, here's the baby that's been in me for nine months, and you're like, fucking ugly and that's how the ship showed up we were gonna put midget mac and, and on it we were gonna so we do midgets of the caribbean yeah it showed caribbean. up it was like twice the size of our desk yeah and fucking and we spent like fucking 1300 bucks on it fuck and the best thing was we were trying to fail well, it came with a trailer and the trailer
0: was like the size of our desk all right all right another thing as we're in here one of the things i, st- I bring this of all time the curtains the six thousand dollar sequence curtains I still like. Do you mm-hmm. ever look at
1: them and feel like I'm glad I got them, or do you look at them and be like, "I'll keep them forever"?
0: Five more years. I'll be like, all right. Cool. I got ten years out of them. It wasn't bad. So I'll do the math. The okay. best
1: part is, guys, on the podcast you don't see all the curtains. Like <laughs> nobody ever sees all the curtains. So that we to got.
0: To, the, to to behind us is red, white, and blue sequence curtains. They're twelve foot high, and over to the side walls are it's uh it looks like Mardi Gras. It's gold and purple. Which they look absolutely fucking beautiful, and in the very back wall is another sequence series of a uh, red, white, and blue. Points. I
1: always look at Kool Aid Man that we bought the costume, and I'm just like, "You're never gonna get used."
0: <laughs> oh, I actually was gonna proposition you to wear that during Kids Day uh, we had here. I wanted you just to be running around in fucking Kool Aid Man outfit, so that would been just good. Just busting through walls, yeah. And the kids would be like, "I don't get it. What is this guy?" Yeah. They're like, that's a sugary drink, mom. It's not good for the body. Motherfucker, I used to tear my two little fucking cute-ass scissors and cut the damn Kool-Aid points out the back so I could get a fucking fanny bag, you little grateful shit. I
1: was the one at my cousin BJ's house. I was the one who made the kool I would walk all the way over. There was like a mile to his house. I'd walk all the way from our apartment to his house to go kick it, but nobody in his house would make the Kool-Aid until I got there because I had the sugar down, like, I had it. Da- and I would also. The I the equation? Get, yeah, because I would also use hot water so that the sugar in my mind would, like, like it would turn to, like, a simple syrup. And then, I mean, I made the Kool Aid. And you knew when I made the Kool Aid, because you're like, that's nectar of the gods right there. I don't so, even know if Kool Aid. Does Kool Aid even. Do you have to add sugar to Kool Aid nowadays? Is that how it works now? They still make it, they still make it where you add sugar? Cause I don't even know what the fuck's up with the I feel Kool-Aid. like that's such
0: a primitive uh, process. Now, like, yeah. wait a minute, you get a bag of sugar and add yeah. it to powder. Yeah fucking formula what the fuck i bet you
1: no kid drinks kool-aid anymore unless they're from a bad family
0: like kool-aid like if you go to, like dss goes to your house and they see kool-aid and they're like oh fuck if a little fucking timmy has a fucking kool-aid mustache yep pack your shit up kid you're going you're going home with us yeah so,
1: kool-aid was like you i bet you can't bring it to, like as a snack for kids at school now when you're like who's bringing the snacks like when it's like you know like some sort of day and a mom's supposed to bring snacks I remember uh, we had Kool-Aid. They'd make it in the big igloo things, and that would be during uh, field day. It'd be like go-go juice.
0: They'd just be like, have some more Kool-Aid and drink cookies. It's athletic day today. I was playing Little League baseball. I remember having my fucking mind fucking blown. My head then near exploded, my giant ass fucking head. When I found out the coach went to McDonald's and filled up a cooler, and you were able to get free orange high c
1: he filled the cooler with it
0: yeah no they did they would do that like little league baseball teams could go to mcdonald's back in the day and they would fill you up dude i'd fucking get a coach's outfit right
1: now and just be like hey hey we're doing good i got a you know the little tarpons outside in the car i was wondering if i could just fill this up with high c what's your free nugget policy
0: i've always also flirted with the idea of sponsoring like a basketball team and shit like their jerseys and just even if they're fucking horrible just get them all jays Fucking warm-up tearaways, yeah. fucking everything. Shooting shirts, like the whole kit and caboodle.
1: Yeah, and I'd want to be like their sports agent for the team and sit him down and be like, Marcus, you're doing good. I'm glad you're situated. Got to let you know something, though, kid. You got traded to the Wolverines, okay? <laughs> don't, don't be sad about it. You're going to be fine. Stop crying, kid. Stop crying. It's just Little League basketball. Anyway, I think uh, that's- suit up. <laughs>
0: You're heading, you're heading to Cincinnati, boy.
1: I would like that. We should sponsor a. I traded a, you to Cincinnati Sissies. Yeah, we should, we should sponsor a little league baseball team and run it like a real baseball team. Just bring them in the office chewing tobacco,
0: like oh, you're a man. good kid. You've Got a lot of youth to you. This ain't the end of the world. I just gotta let you go. I just got an idea. Why don't we? Why don't we be the first in the market space that I have never heard of, and that's child sports gambling. We could do fantasy football, fantasy basketball on children's sports like Little League Baseball. I I can imagine just
1: running up on a little kid while he's playing basketball at the park and be like, you got a great shot there, Jamarcus. Thing about it is, you can win by 89 points, and you don't have to win by 102. Maybe shave a little baby, huh? Anyway, uh, I don't know why you're looking at that uh, (laughs) tricycle,
0: because it ain't mine, kid. It's yours. I'll be at the the concession stand during uh, intermission like, hey, listen, Jose, come over here, buddy. Hey, uh, your fucking right arm's not feeling too good, huh? Yeah. I don't think you're going to be pitching those fucking uh, no-hitters the rest of the game <laughs> yeah. if you catch my drift. Oh, hey, by the way, here's some fucking, uh, the little fucking uh, fun dips. Yeah. <laughs> Take some push-up pops some fun dips and scram, kid, all right?
1: Jose, guess what, kid? I noticed when I was in your house earlier that you don't got a PlayStation 5. Well, now you do. And if I need to come by and check on you from time to time, I know how to get in there, you know? So enjoy the game and uh, sit on the bench a little more. Yeah, child betting. Child bet. I think they should bet. In, I'm in. I think they should bet at hospitals. Uh, you should be able to oh. bet on everything that's going on. You should. Be I like- thought you were
0: gonna say like. uh fucking kid cancer draft or some shit like no, which one kicks the bucket you're, yeah you're at the hospital and Jesus you're just, Christ, you're just watch you're just watching babies being
1: born and you're like come on nine pounds seven ounces when it comes out
0: down syndrome you win a fucking fuck yeah that's my car fuck, i got i put
1: 50 on down syndrome on that whole row so i was hoping on one <laughs> i was even telling the doc to get a little wild with the forceps well, that would be fucking know? great or, or you're talking to a guy and you're like so what's up buddy you're like you hear betting on babies and he's like oh no 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 i'm, I, I'm jenkins i'm waiting on my baby to be and i'm like oh shit jenkins bro i was like i got you in a bet i got you for eight pounds four ounces uh at noon and he's like no 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 no. we're having twins and i'm like not for my bet to work
0: you know <laughs> that's that's when we need to start. but there's a lot of uh remember we got paid how much how much did we get paid to do that uh casino c- commercial it's a couple
1: grand man and they,
0: and they let me talk shit i was like this is the best casino website has ever paid me to talk about how yeah. awesome it is and they loved it and, and you know uh, it was, that was the beginning th- of COVID. Yeah, it was 135 takes, though,
1: for, for yeah, a, a one-minute commercial. And then we, Mike would tell me the lines he wanted to say. He'd be like, feed me the lines. And I would feed him the lines. He would never. Mike will never say the exact lines he asked you to tell him. And then he'll just add words to it and go longer. There was one take that we were just like, this is the end of it. He just went on some fucking Rick and Morty-type fucking Rampage rant. And we were, and he's like, I think that's the one. I think that's the one. And you can tell Steven's tired because
0: he's like, I think so, too. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> that's when I first started dating Courtney. I think she was kind of like the eye candy. She sat there and stood there and like stood next to you. She's like falling asleep, standing up. Yeah. Either I hit him out of the park right from the rip, or I'm just like, oh, fuck. Because I, then I started overthinking it.
1: And then you're always like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And like, take a minute, buddy. Take yeah. a minute. But it was 135 takes in, in this room right here.
0: And uh it came out good. We, we got we got paid, and uh we didn't know if we were actually gonna get paid. It was one of those like questionable uh bookie we, gambling sites. We've
1: been here's here's the weird thing with business us. We've had people pay us for stuff in the high thousands, knock it on ten, and not even like check up with us. Like we're hitting them up, like, hey, how do you want us to do this commercial? And they're like, oh, "We'll figure it out. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you."
0: It's like the saying uh, I seen online: the client that the, the client that pays like two hundred fifty bucks wants everything, harasses the shit out of you, makes your life hell. The client that pays like five thousand dollars. Just say, hey, man, great work. Who do I, where, where do I send the rest of the money to? Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? How does that work like that? When,
1: uh, when me and my buddy Godfrey were doing like outdoor kitchens and, and, and doing like stuff like that, we took on this client. And she was right off of Michigan Avenue. Because we worked with these two interior designers, and they would design spaces for people. And then we would come in and basically installs, you know, like, like fucking stack stone, just jazz stuff up. And uh, they hit us up, and they had this client. And she was right off Michigan Avenue in downtown, and she lived in these little condos that were gated. That I'd always, You're, you're passed by a place, you're like, I always want to check that out. And then you get a chance to go there, and you're like, fuck yeah, I've always wanted to see this place.
0: Yeah, a couple times.
1: So we pull into there, we go to this condo, me and my buddy Godfrey. We check it out. Uh, it's got like this 1950s retro diner design, and she wants to change all that. So we're like, cool. So she writes us a check for $5,000. This is supposed to be for materials and a down payment on what we're going to do, Right. We go over there, we get a call, we start doing some shit on her sink, uh, and we get a call the next day, and she's like, hey, just to let you know, uh, my place is pretty much flooded right now, and we're like, oh shit, we get over there, nothing's flooded, there's like a little water dripping from the sink, so she's like a big exaggerator already, we're like, okay, so we're worried about it, right, we're like, oh, worried about this chick, She, um, she's an older lady, she's like in her 50s, Irish woman. She tells the interior designer, she's like, I really like uh, your friend's and Miguel. I like working with them. She's like, would you be comfortable if I started writing them checks directly for the things I wanted them to buy for me also? Because she wanted stuff like she saw at stores. And we're like, cool. And you know what it is in the construction business. You know, the client will buy it, but you're going to mark up, you know, 10%, 20% for you to go get it and take care of that. So we get like eight grand from her now. and." We're like, this is cool. Sounds man. like
0: you're about you're one fucking check away from a Channel 9 Investigative report.
1: Boy, let me tell you how this part works out. I'm listening. We got eight grand from her, and she hasn't told us what she really wants yet. And so we're, like, blowing up the interior designers because we're really worried about looking like thieves. Like, we're like, she's going to say we're taking... She already complained about the fucking sink. You know, this woman's going to complain we're not doing, but we're texting her and everything. Then I get a call like a week and a half into it from one of the interior designers, Jen. And she's like... She died? No. The woman was a con artist and she had actually been wanted for stealing money from her dead parents and she stole Jen's identity and she was like using credit cards and shit under Jen's name so there was this whole police investigation so wow. the detectives wanted to talk to us so we go talk to the detectives and we're like um you know we're just waiting and they have no idea that she's paid us 8 grand so they're just telling us like listen we had put the checks in they'd cashed and everything they're like, yeah, this woman might write bad checks. She might, she never wrote us no bad checks. All the checks passed and shit like that. Basically, she would bait people like that and then get the interior designers to front her on a bunch of shit and steal their personalities. We walked out of this shit crystal clean, nice. eight
0: grand for nothing. And the best part that's was a, that's a come up right there. We boy. found
1: out she killed her husband too. Uh, they were oh, like, they couldn't, they oh. couldn't pin it on her. But her husband committed suicide, and then her first husband wink, committed wink. suicide. Yeah, and so. <laughs> if you were
0: next, Miguel. She would have fell in love with you. You'd have been dead. Oh,
1: dude, she flirted with me hard all the time too. But here's the second best part: Jen and them hit us up, and they don't realize we got paid and that all these checks cash. She's like, I feel so horrible about this. They're like, she has all the like equi- all the stuff that she had bought, all the appliances and everything like that that she had. She had oh, I already cash. Know this, I know where this is going. She bought cash and Jen. I know where this like, is going. Jen was like, if you guys want to take and return any of that because we know that you didn't get paid for this. And it was just like, oh, my God, this fucking hustler. If I met her now, I'd be like, you're the best client we ever had. Oh. You may
0: have, you may have killed your whole family, but Jesus Christ. Goddamn. Yeah, we scored. Hard work pays off, Miguel. Yeah, it was a great one. You did a really good job on that fucking faucet uh, yeah. leak, leak situation. Leak situation made her feel good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, fucking that's great, man. It was a
1: really good come up. We also had this old lady uh, who basically everything we did was wrong, and she'd be like, no no, I told you to put it here. And we'd be like, Mark with a pen right now where you want us to install it. And she would install it. And then we would install it. She's like, it don't look good. Move it. I was like, God damn, I wish she was a murderous fucking con artist because those are the clients.
0: The hardest part of this this story, it's great. I just can't imagine you're physically doing manual labor. That's the fucking yeah, that's man. the hard part of this story. Yeah, dude. Was, I couldn't see you in the fucking some lady's house like doing reconstruction jobs. Yeah,
1: man. I just don't want to do it anymore. It's just it just sucks. Like you like doing all that stuff when it's your place, but you know when it's somebody else's place, you're not like jazzed up. To rip up a fucking wall and stuff like that when it 's things for like your own house you got the energy you 're always down for it, you know, yeah, but i mean uh it, it, when, when you 're doing like home repair and shit like that, the hardest part is uh these people want to watch you, they want to be all about it and stuff, and they just they, they got these expectations that they want they want something that for that costs a thousand dollars for you to figure out how to do it for ninety nine bucks
0: I was doing tile uh and stonework for a guy one summer. And this is when I I was like, yo, I hit it big, bro. He's going to pay me 500 bucks a week. I'm like, fuck. I, I was like, yo, I was already planning the rest of my life out. I was like, well, shit, I got this. We're going to be good, bro. I'm, I'm good to go. And I was doing some pretty fucking hellacious, ball-busting fucking construction type of shit. Every day your back killed you. Oh, yeah, every, every day. day. I, I probably could have lived another 20 years if it wasn't for all the bullshit jobs I had that fucking punished my body and all the dumb shit I've done, including the last few days, moving a fucking... Uh, Moving an airplane wasn't exactly probably on the doctor's note. By the way, we got a doctor's appointment in the morning, Miguel. Don't Monday, forget. Monday. Oh, we moved it. No, that's when it was Monday. Oh, it's never mind. Monday, yeah. Time flies when you're fucking on a podcast, I yeah. guess. Um, it is the morning now. Yeah, we just had. We just took our longest break. By the way, we just took like what like, you think, like hour, an hour, I maybe An hour. Yeah, I timed it. The all gas no breaks guys who are now the formula, artist, former artists, former yeah, they're knows. now Channel Five. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, we were just talking. They were coming here, and we were doing some little business, some little fucking patty cake and just chilling and talking. And then we saw them out, and they left into the into the wee hours of the morning to travel the country to journalize. Um, they've journalize? Some, uh, they, they've they seen some crazy shit. Anyways, I was doing this Spanish lady's uh, fucking – uh, tile and I never knew Puerto Ricans really, really love tile like everywhere. Mm-hmm. They because the when the house is in
1: Puerto Rico it's hot and you need you need tile. Backsplash, yeah.
0: they were like the ceiling. All in the
1: Caribbean, you're not gonna find carpet in anyone's house because it's never cold.
0: That makes sense. And there's,
1: there's humidity, so you don't want carpet because it gets mold.
0: She would uh come out. And she would make me these, like, little fucking, like, salty cod fish. And I was just like, oh, Bacalao. Yeah, I hated it. Breaded, breaded I was,
1: fried, salty cod. Yeah, yeah. I, but I
0: would throw it down the fucking garbage disposal. And then I would, like, turn the water on, like, Raw! I would run, like, a saw real quick. Raw! Like, because one time I threw it away. And, and she got, saw it. She's like, hey, hey, up, made up. I'm like, oh, it was like, whoa! I insulted her. Yeah, she was like a really old school, like Spanish lady, real sweetheart lady. But uh, I remember going down our hallway one morning. I was there early, and uh, I I hear like this loud noise. I'm like, God damn, what the fuck's going on here? She's got that TV blaring in her room. Shit, no it was there. She came out butt ass neck, old lady, saggy titties and everything, and she, I thought. She, I she fell over into her vanity. I scared her. She thought I was like A some killer. Burglar. She fell over. Oh! And and she, she might have said like fucking Jesus Christ or some shit in fucking Spanish. Yeah, like Jesus Christ. She fell down on her fucking vanity, shattered this glass thing. <laughs> she cut her hand, blood everywhere. She's butt ass naked. <laughs> and all I can all that didn't even phase me. It, it shocked me at first, but the fact that I was watching I was seeing I was seeing on her TV that she was listening to Jerry Springer and and back in the day if you watched Jerry Springer you were like a fucking piece of shit deviant. it was like whoa you're watching this shit they got strippers fighting and shit and then it cut away away when they started fighting they showed everything it was great even you know even though you know ten years later we'd all find out it was all bullshit but it was pretty good it did it did its job for a while it was great free time daytime television and I remember seeing this and this lady was butt-ass naked in front of me, fell, cut herself. H- I helped her fucking bandage her, her hand. Did
1: you put any clothes on her? Or she was still naked when no, you that? No, she
0: she like kind of closed Old the ladies always have like a
1: shawl or a fucking something laying by. It was some silky little nighty thing. I actually keep a pair cuz I like to sleep naked. I keep a pair of drawers and uh, a shirt nearby cuz I'm like I don't want to be there talking to the fire department holding my dick just
0: yeah. like yeah i lost the house i've done that before when fucking police are knocking on your door and your butt ass naked yeah. you're like fuck fuck what do i, what do I wear what do i, what do <laughs> you I, gotta I have do? a pair of regulation are they draws? taking me with me do, am i getting dressed to talk to them or am i getting dressed to go to jail that's the that's the worst well anyways uh she didn't even <laughs> yeah. mention me seeing her butt ass naked and she wasn't even concerned about being cut or she asked me to help move the vanity yeah. out we took it like downstairs i was like two stairs up two yeah. flight stairs in this apartment complex and I remember uh, her like, Listen, I need to talk to you. you thought and, it was about to be the naked talk. Yeah, she was like, Listen, can we keep the Jerry's, Sp- my, my, my stories? <laughs> she called it her stories. Her
1: story secret?
0: Yeah. And then, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, Buffy, you see my floppy titties and my old pussy. These things happen, pedal.
0: Yeah. I don't need people knowing I watch Jerry Springer and, in the and, morning. And <laughs> what was awkward is I was actually uh, really good friends with her son, Alejandro. And uh, Alejandro, I, had, I just saw your mom's pussy. Yeah, not bad. Well, I never brought that up, but he like one day at church was like, "Hey, thank you." Um, uh, my, my, my mother said that you helped her when she got cut, and he didn't like. She obviously yeah. left some details out, and I wasn't gonna snitch on him, but uh, I felt bad. Is like the next day, like I, I was drunk at a party and I put my balls <laughs> on his forehead. <laughs> I got the photo on my on my fucking phone. If you don't believe me, it's fucking uh, old know, Alejandro. Like, That's
1: for your naked ass mom. You know, watching Jerry stringer like a whore. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I, I look at some of the photos from my past, and I'm like, man, I wonder what they're doing with their life right now. And they probably hope that I'm dead. And they're like, oh, God, I hope he doesn't still have that photo of me doing this or doing that. And I who's, just wanna...
1: the, who's the best accidental naked when you were younger, uh, like, woman or anything you saw?
0: Mm, that's tricky. Because right now I'm currently searching for Alejandro's uh, passed out with my balls on his forehead um oh here it is right here
1: that's alejandro
0: alejandro guys this is his balls those those are my balls <laughs> why he is sleeping obviously which is well considered now probably pretty uh yeah uh, you're definitely edgy. need to
1: register but whatever yeah. it's, it's a statue it's dude on dude you know yeah, fucking gold yeah but, but yeah um, do you remember like like who's somebody that you saw naked when you were younger that you're like oh shit
0: I saw my stepmom naked way too many times. Remember that. You and I remember having some awkward fucking sensations down below. And I was like, that. No, no, fight it, fight it, <laughs> fight it. It's like turning it into a vampire. Fight it, Michael.
1: Yeah. I have the thirst.
0: Hmm. There was uh there was a couple times uh growing up where I, I might want to say it was like my aunt or something, like I walked Gotta into keep a it room. classy. You know, it's I, asked all, for unfortunately- the, I asked for
1: your favorite and okay oh okay yeah f- favorite favorite yeah let's see what is going
0: is one time i was my dad oh this guy well i remember one time going to my aunt's house for like uh I, I forget what holiday it was we were over there but later that night she had her fucking hot little slutty friends they were probably like younger than us right now they're probably like in their mid-30s and i'm like oh these old people but then you, you remember, see like your first naked like lady that she's like a woman but she's like whoa she's fucking that's pretty nice yeah and that happened one time at a little pool party when the rest of the family went off and the next thing they're all partying i'm like whoa this is that that's that fucking taste that nightlife that (laughs) i seen about on the tvs and movies and i was i was obviously attracted to it one time i remember one time my parents were so fucking high on cocaine and speed or whatever the fuck they were doing that they drove from dallas texas to new orleans and it was the first time I saw the sun come up, and we had stayed up all night. And I don't remember where I was. I do remember we went to someone's house in the middle of the woods. And uh, I, when we showed up, they were hunting. And I was watching them. It was the first time I see them gutted. First time I seen a deer being gutted. It was hanging up by his hooves. And I was like, oh my God, this is the, the most disgusting smell ever. <laughs> this is gnarly. And later that night, I just remember fucking uh, going to some church with a gym, like had a hardwood floor gym, and they were playing basketball on donkeys do you, do you <laughs> on donkeys and that was my first time staying them late night like you know like they were obviously like fuck it let's get in the car and go to fucking new orleans you
1: guys want to go you know what happened man their other coke dealer wasn't up they were like what about freddie in new orleans he's yeah. like i'm gutting a deer and i got some fire sauce you yeah. guys want to watch a donkey basketball games in new orleans no get in the car
0: i have no idea who those people were to them or me <laughs> That's They're, a dope deal, i feel bro. like it was really nice that I was, was a dope cool. dealer did yeah, you man, um maybe it's weird. Do you
1: remember? And I, I remember this. So, this is one of mine. And this was a good one. This was eighth grade. Uh, I had a math class in a portable. And Miss Gadsden was Miss Gadson? Yeah, Miss Gadsden was the math teacher. Who I think now, I think she was a lesbian. Like, I I think I put that together now and I didn't realize it. But she was hot. And she was young. And I remember she had hit me up. She was like, Hey, will you do me a favor? And she's like, Will you come back over here at the end of class or at the end of the day? She's like, Will you help me move all these boxes and shit like that? And I was like, Yeah. And so I came in there, and I knocked on the door, and she was like, hey, hold up, hold up. And so she came to the door, and she was getting ready. She was, like, 28. She was getting ready to go out, like, after, after school, like, hang out. So probably going on a date with some chicks. She didn't want anybody to know. Well, she had a little curtain in the class that kind of separated a thing. And she, she opened a door to a closet and went behind the curtain. And I guess she was going to go change real quick. But there was a mirror right there, and she didn't know. And it was giving me the reflect, And I'm like looking at the boxes. And I look at the mirror. And I'm so it's like, always
0: an awkward moment when you see something you're not supposed to be seeing. Bro, it. and I literally froze. And you want to like- see it, but you're like, ooh, I got to look away. But I want to see it.
1: And I looked in the mirror, and there there was Miss Gadsden. And she took her top off.
0: Fucking slut.
1: Took her bra off. Fucking put slut. Put on like a little sports bra thing. Woo! Put- and I was like, I just saw Miss Gadsden's tits. And I remember just looking. there were little baby tits, too. I had bigger tits. And I was just looking in the mirror. And she came out. And she was like... You good?
0: And I was just like,
1: uh, <laughs> like
0: I couldn't. I going remember you telling about this. Yeah,
1: I couldn't answer. Like, I, and I never moved any box. I was still just holding the box. And she's like, "Move the box,
0: Miguel." And I was like, "She's like, I need them all move, baby, come on." And I was like, Ugh you, you know, voter what? energy too
1: strong, head about to
0: explode." I think a lot of women back in the day probably like teased with the younger men, knowing they were like. It was that it's a different time. Yeah, now it's considered pedophilia behavior. But back in my day, if if a woman fucking was like older and you were a young young boy and. She put you in this compromising situation, and she just p- played, pretended.
1: I, I, I 100% believe Ms. Gadsden had no knowledge, because she went behind that thing to do a quick change. Miguel, that mirror, that's what she
0: wants you to believe. You're a victim.
1: Don't do it, Mike. I, I, I
0: You didn't ask for those titty shots. Mike,
1: Mike, don't do it to me, man. I won't do this.
0: You didn't ask for this, Miguel. Just let go. It wasn't your fault. She took advantage of you.
1: Mike, it wasn't Miss Gadsden. It was Mr. Jim's.
0: Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> another statistic.
1: Did you ever find okay, so I used to work for the Post and Courier newspaper in South Carolina. I used to go door to door uh collecting money for people who owed subscriptions and
0: selling subscriptions. Damn, you were a foot you were a door to door telemarketer. Yeah, I was like thirteen years old too. And the thing about it That's was worse than a
1: Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, bro. They would they would pick only the bad kids so that the kids wouldn't get molested and kidnapped. Ms. barber only picked bad kids. And I would do hey, this. What's the fattest door. kid you got over there in second grade? Oh, I need
0: someone to go collect some bills.
1: She would literally be like, like you know, send us, drop us off in neighborhoods like an hour and a half away from the house with a sheet of like names, and you'd be like, hey man, it seems like you still owe money for the posting Curry, you're like fucking thirteen. But uh, I, if you ever been in one of those situations, this is what happened to me. I walked in, the guy was like, oh man. Because uh, they would be like, if you don't pay, you're going to cancel your newspaper. And back in the day, the newspaper no. was your internet, you know? And the, and the thing was, if you had a newspaper subscription, you paid like $27 a month. If you bought it every day, you were spending like 60 70 bucks. 70 And back then, there were people who bought the paper every day. But I had the situation where the guy was like, oh, man. He was like, yeah, come on in. Let me get my checkbook. And I was like, cool. And then he was like, hey, buddy, uh, come on back here. I got my checkbook. And I started walking down the hallway, and I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm about to be molested. Like, it kicked in like that. But the thing was, Miss Barbara would take us to the flea market every Sunday, and I would always buy knives and ninja stars. Oh, we yeah. all had our anti-molestation weapons. But this is the best part. I'm in the hallway. Keep him tight. Yeah, Keep them right. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, this guy's calling me back to the room. I'm going to get molested. where's, where's my ninja turtle? And here was, he it don't was don't this 50-50 moment where I was like, oh, my God. I get to kill this guy. Like, I get a full-on walk. And then the other part of Miguel was like, Get out of here right now. And I was like, hey, sir. I was like, I, um, I was like, I, and then he comes popping out. He's like, got it. And he like hands me the check. He's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) I would have, he would have came out at any other moment. I would have stabbed him and now I would have been in prison
0: because some guy was like in his room trying to get a check. I, I probably almost got molested when I was younger a few times. I was adorable, so they probably got disappointed. They're on. like, "Come on in here, boy." Oh, I took, they probably took a closer look at me, like, "Oh, he's got a big Wait, ass head." You got boy. that
1: third asshole, and they were like, "Oh my god, this is the dream." They just read my letter. <laughs> it's like a bowling ball.
0: <laughs> oh man, I, I remember watching that South Park episode where they're like, "Oh, how come you never molested me? You never loved me?" Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do ugly kids get molested? Probably, man. I mean, it's just you know
1: they got to make them feel good. They're like, "Hey, sport, get in here too." <laughs>
0: no. all right new subject <laughs> and we're moving yeah fucking i don't really know uh i don't know did you
1: have you ever I'll almost drowned
0: yeah Oh, I, yeah like blackout
1: but like shallow blackout where like you black out and stuff like that too
0: no i there was one time other than the, uh the, the re- R, yeah the retarded uh guy <laughs> oh yeah he he tried to drown me but uh i survived whatever um There was a time that I went uh, a little too farther away from my dad's uh, van, and we were at the Port Canaveral, which is now where the Disney cruises are all. They own all that, like, whole, like, port area. And uh, there was this uh, square, like, uh, concrete area where you could drive across on these, like, ports, but in the middle of them had these, like, square little, like, curbs, but on the inside, that was the, that was the ocean, the port, and I remember one time just hanging over, I was like, oh, I was like a young, dumb, I would do some stupid shit, like, some very, uh, daredevil type of shit, and I didn't know how to swim, and I remember fucking hanging, like, basically, like, hanging almost, like, off this thing by my feet, and I fucking slipped on some, like, sand, when you're young it's like a, you gotta figure all these things out in life like how sometimes see, like today we were moving that helicopter that fucking plane i was like hmm i know better not to stand on that rock because i'll slide right off that and bust my head and you ever think of like crazy dramatic shit in your mind and you're just having a casual conversation with someone. You get that
1: final fucking destination thought. Yeah,
0: I was like, damn, I could have easily just jumped up there, slipped up that rock, busted my skull, and been dead.
1: One one time, not to cut your story, but one time we were kids. uh, We took my buddy's dad's uh, revolver out, and we were just shooting it at shit. And uh, my buddy, everybody was around, and uh, I was, in my mind, the gun was completely empty because I was a dumbass kid wasn't paying attention. And I was like, Russian roulette. And I spun it and put it to my head and just pulled the trigger. I was wow. like, ha, 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 joking. Because in my mind, we had fired all the rounds off. And when, afterwards, when I ejected the rounds, there was still two bullets in the revolver.
0: You survived. Bro, Russian roulette. Bro,
1: I think about that sometimes just like, oh, my God, what a fucking idiot. Because I was just like, hey, guys, Russian roulette. Because ah, I was like, we fired all six rounds, you know. But we hadn't on that one. And, dude, I had two opportunities to blow my fucking brains out. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't even Instagram. I wouldn't even have done it for the gram. I just did it for fucking Trevor and Andre. <laughs> you know, it was stupid. Fuck. Do you know what? I just realized, too, it was Miss Gaddy, not Miss Gad. Oh, Ms. fact checker just
0: in. The fact checker's in. She
1: was a hot math teacher, too, Miss Gaddy. Little baby titties. Mm. <laughs> like little, little ant bites.
0: Man, I, I just feel uh, society, especially here in America, we're, we're fucked because... Unless they bring back the fucking 80s and early 90s. These kids don't got no hope. They're done.
1: I think the generation after these kids is going to be a wild, badass generation. They're going to be like, fuck all this shit.
0: How shitty can they get before they actually it's, go back to being like good? Here's, here's the deal. Is, does that, do you Every, think that exists? Yeah,
1: yeah. The recorrect. All these shitty uh, generation kids are our fault and the generation's after us. Because
0: we're raising them. You know, it's people our age raising these punk ass kids, man. Hey, none of my fucking semen is fucking man. Now you got me thinking. I got myself thinking about the goddamn semen. So, can can our can our fucking producers here? <laughs> what are you thinking
1: about the semen? That's a that's a soundbite. Well, I was I got about, myself
0: thinking about the semen. So, how much? Ma- how many seeds are are are, are estimated? So in how much in, sperm in ejaculation? And, and how much and and sperm? Does ejaculate? every little sperm is that a human technically? Because if, if no, because
1: it needs the egg, so it's half of the deal. Hmm. There are 250 million sperms released during sex, and only one of them so tripled that of mine. Yeah. Wow. So, in the average, I think Gary V
0: has like said what the statistics are yeah. of you being born is. It's like one out of fucking trillion. It's, it's, like it's the,
1: one out of 250 million.
0: I thought it was less than that.
1: Well, because there's 250 million no, sperm that come out. I was talking so about that. Yeah. I'm talking about
0: just statistically the odds of you being born or whatever.
1: That is it. The odds of you being born are one out of 250 million because. Uh, none of those sperm can make no, it to the it's, egg. It's
0: more, it's more crazy than that. I'm not talking about the yeah. sperm part now. I'm not on some other crazy deeper shit. But that's interesting because I guess someone i seen on a meme, I don't know if it's real or not, someone can look this up. I guess in Israel, someone, uh, some scientists actually were able to impregnate an embryo outside the womb. So they they had an egg and they, they, they fertilized it no outside of the womb is that just true can, 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 can someone can one of you guys over there with your fucking i shit, hope I hope, look it up? I hope
1: half of it was science and half of it was a dude just firing off he's like what do i got to come into that dish done hmm. have you ever given sperm i've never given sperm no i don't
0: even wants my sperm
1: i'm not actually allowed to give sperm check this out because i'm under check this out i'm under five foot nine and i don't have a college degree and most sperm banks will not take sperm from anyone who's under five nine and doesn't have a college. Your degree. sperm is being oppressed, dude. Yeah, it is because they're like chicks don't want short babies that that didn't go to college. I was like Man, it's because I went to college. That doesn't mean I got smart sperm. I've never had a girl be like, mm, that tastes educated,"
0: you know. <laughs> it's always weird how I wish we would just completely fucking just wipe the whole fucking goddamn college shit because I get it it's good for a lot of people but
1: there's a lot of things i want you to have to go to college for and there's a lot of things that i think you could slide for
0: you know well i mean if you just think about the fact that like you your destiny has ways on i think we're obviously moving away from that but the fact that literally the most richest people on the planet did not get a college degree that should say something because technically if this was a race of numbers like oh well who has the most money on the planet? Okay, this guy does. Does he have a college degree? Nope. Okay. But I think,
1: I think honestly, they say more people with a t- college degree make have made more. Th- like, the richest don't, but more people with college degrees have made more than people without, which I'm not advocating college. I'm just saying yeah. math-wise.
0: I think it's uh, super fucking pushed on society. Yeah. And that it definitely has its benefits, obviously. There's a
1: lot of things that I think a two-year trade could should get you going with, you know?
0: Well, think about how, like, pride comes in and emotion. You could go to Valencia Community College for two years, and it's, like, a fraction of the college hour credit hours, so you could come out with your associate's degree and then go into a four-year already with your associates and save yourself a yeah. shitload of money, still stay local, still not fucking... You know, but and then if you're, know, you're in Florida cool. and you
1: got the Bright Futures uh, shit going, which is like a in Florida, we have this thing called Bright Futures, which if you maintain a certain average and all this shit in high school, uh, your first like two years of commu- of college can be paid for you. And, uh, you know, you could do a community college, get the same amount, work, do everything. Or you could go to like UCF where you got to live on campus that first year, you know.
0: So many variables It's just like that. Uh, we've talked about it before, but I don't know if we've ever talked about in detail, but. There's a YouTube video, and it uh, explains life as a video game. And have we gone into detail about it? It's just—it's so fucking true, man. You, if you have shitty parents, well, that's gonna cost you. Oh, you fucking live here—that's gonna cost you. Oh, you fucking—you didn't take school serious. Like you think about that's this too. Cost you. Uh,
1: I remember Martin Scorsese said it, and I, I like this quote. He said. I don't think you are a product of your environment as much as you are a product of your expectations, but your environment definitely reflects your expectations. Because if you grow up in a coal mining town where everybody in your family mines coal, now, if your parents are like, hey, man, I believe you could do whatever you want, follow your dreams, you got a shot. But if they're like, no, you mine coal when you graduate, that's what our family does. It limits your dreaming. It really does limit your dreaming when the people around you tell you you can't do that because they're the only people you can go to in the beginning for trust. Now, if you grow up in a big metropolitan area, there is a chance you've got a lot of outside sources around you.
0: Well, let but- me ask you this. We, we, we definitely think it's healthy for people to have an imagination and do what yeah. makes them happy. But think, if you, uh, think how many things... <laughs> I could go a lot of different ways with this, but I'll I'll simplify it. When can't
1: you? Yeah. Think about Kit Kat bars. I don't want to get too deep because we're going to talk about Kit Kat. we got to talk about Mars. We're going to talk about Mars. we got to talk about Hershey.
0: So think about how many different uh, occupation desires you had as a child and then where you're at now, and you think, you ever hear somebody – uh, say, yeah, well, I was thinking of, you know how many, you know how many strippers I've heard say, yeah, I was thinking about getting my fucking cosmetology license and then I'm like, oh my God. The worst is any God. guy who
1: tells you they were thinking about joining the military. That's always my favorite when they're like,
0: yeah, it was going to be a ranger, but then, you know, this Best Buy thing,
1: you know, <laughs> like.
0: Well, it's, it's, uh, it's really weird because you are influenced by your, your environment. I mean, think about how many, uh, fathers have beat the shit their son one drunken night. Boy, you fucking brought disgrace on us. And think about like these lawyers and, like, statistically, you you do want to be your father, but you want to make him proud. I think that's what we're all doing. We all want to just hear that one day our dad goes, "I'm proud of you, son." You know, and uh that that's a very powerful thing. Even like I give advice, guys. If you're a parent right now and your kid's about to be, you know, twenty five, thirty. Just lie to him. Just say, hey man, listen, let me talk to you. Yeah. I'm fucking proud of you. Just
1: tell him you're proud. No Make it all
0: what. up and then you might change the whole course of his life. Yeah. He might be like, Fuck man, I love you, Dad, man. I'm I'm sorry. He's like
1: stealing your fucking DVD player, just go score meth. And you're like, Hey Tony, before you leave, I'm proud of you, kid. He's like, I could do better, Papa.
0: Yeah, man. It's it's really it's uh I, I don't want to say it's an unfair thing, it's just just life. Depending life is where fair. you are and where, where yeah, and how you, how you adapt to it
1: life isn't fair society should try to find ways to be fair but life isn't fair and that's the sad part about it but but life isn't necessarily society and cultural and culture life is life the existence existence isn't fair but in the end existence is completely fair because everyone will die so in the end existence is completely fair however society is Should play a role in making things fair And I don't mean giving people things I just mean making things as fair as they can From the get go And you know that's going to be hard And we're not going to win all the way with it but but thinking fairly is always the best chance. Like Everybody needs to be able to get access to things. So we need to make sure roads are good for everyone. But that means everyone needs to also pitch in and carry their load. It, it's a lot to go on. Society is built on all of us making an agreement. And the agreement we all make is we're all going to work together to move something forward. But we don't all actually do that. And that's one of the reasons why sometimes we're like, oh, society's f- f- failing us. Well, we're not all working together to move it forward. But life itself, existence, existence is completely fair. Because in the end, you die. No matter how hard you fought, no matter what you're, if you had a disability or not, nobody's going to get out alive. And existence is completely fair because of that.
0: Let me ask you this. Let's say that you're god or you're the creator of all of the existence of the universe, whatever you want to call it. A boob in
1: the back. They all need
0: one. What I, What is your platform if you're running? If you're a campaign to be God, what's one thing that you don't like about existence that you would change? Okay. And if That's you want to think about it, I'll tell you mine. Okay. Yeah. Please. If I was God and, and the universe, the, the the fucking ruler of all existence, I would fucking man, I'd have to make some type of rule. Like, all right, man, you can't catch no like crazy cancer to like at least sixteen or some shit or eighteen. I think it's fucked when you see, like, some little kid dying of some shit and you're just like, man, yeah. what the fuck, man? It's so hard to be like, fuck, man. That kid, like, didn't deserve that. And and, and it's weird because then it kind of makes you wonder just what the fuck, man. If And th- I know this is definitely blasphemous to even think about this, but, ah, man, I know that we're sold uh, on this whole, like, oh, we have free will, and that's, like, the beauty of it, that we have the choice to do and and say and feel how we want. But I think I would turn that in (laughs) if there was peace and no fucking disease and death. And everyone was just fucking in a great fucking vibe. So you're that a sounds, socialist. That sounds really fucking cool.
1: You're a socialist, Mike.
0: No, it's... Yeah, it's, you
1: want to give up your freedom for safety and protection.
0: No, that's definitely... I'm talking like...
1: Free will. If your free will has gone, you're a super socialist. You're past communist.
0: No, because I'm talking about the relationship between humanity and, and a creator. That's what the whole like...
1: But you're still willing to give up all of it for freedom and safety. It's the core of socialism.
0: No, definitely. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You're. 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 you're, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're right on that end. But I'm talking about something a little more deeper than I'm talking about, like the universe and existence, and and uh, you're talking about like a governing. No, I'm just saying when
1: you're if you're 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 willing, like. You wouldn't want to be free, Mike Busey, that you are now, if people could be all safe and everything like that. Oh, I'm
0: not. Ta- I'm talking about like that's free th- will. There, there's got to be a parameter to it, and this is this is all. So, what are you like fantasy talk yeah. here? So don't don't fucking don't don't you goddamn fucking put my god universe into a, a fucking box, Miguel.
1: I'm just trying to figure it out. Oh yes, yeah,
0: so gonna... I see you. Yeah, well it's no, just No, I'm talking about like if I'm if I'm running the shot of the universe.
1: Right. So you're so we're the... not going
0: into governing. I'm not talking about safety. I'm talking about like where is it fair? W- what is humanity as as creation to creator? What is the most beautiful just thing that you could do that would give humanity uh, like a a a fucking great chance in this thing called life. What would you do if you could alter existence?
1: I would I, w- I would let. So my my platform would be, uh, children couldn't be born to shitty parents.
0: You That's know? a good one. Yeah,
1: you know, because like, god damn, now fuck this. This it, it, it's similar to where yours is uh, in a sense where it's just like you got no fucking shot almost now.
0: Well, what's crazy is that it's weird because. I've seen kids that should have had the fucking greatest life ever because they did have that, but then it's just the stages of life. It, it, and it, yeah, to me, it's not about it's not it.
1: about what they end up being. It's just the fact that they shouldn't have to be subjected to that.
0: What do you think is the most important part of the journey of life—the beginning, the middle, the end—or like, no?
1: It's all. There's no beginning, middle, or end. It's all, in my opinion, it's all one moment. There's no beginning, middle or end in life, because you know what I'm saying? It, like you only remember the thing you last did, not what you're doing. You know So to me, life isn't linear like that. It's all. Well, happening. let me
0: simplify this then, because this is a very vast question, because yeah. we're, we're trying to uh, we're trying to take in all existence into, into play, but I think that uh, when I was a kid... And I would hear, like, oh, yeah, you're going to crack hell wide open if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And and then I would hear, like, I would hear things to say, well, God will, come, God will come back when all everyone has heard the gospel. And I'm thinking, like, well, what the fuck is the age limit on heaven here? Is there a fucking, like, when does a human... How, how are these dead babies sitting in here? Yeah. Yeah, like do you can you do you go to heaven for doing whatever the f you sh just say you never got potty trained? You're just shitting everywhere up until you're fucking like eight and Leaf you died in a car accident. This. Yeah. Like what what happens? Where is the fucking line? When does consciousness and accountability become into play Yeah, what where? if you're
1: like an eight-year-old child soldier in Africa? You know, like how, how the fuck is this guy getting judged on the same parameters as like a fucking eight-year-old kid in queens just playing video games
0: yeah it's you you, you have to think of that you got to think what's fair for the goose is fair for the gander how does some kid fucking some afghan fucking child learning that america is evil and that any white person they should immediately stab in the juggler and then how does some I like how kid- america's white people that always sums up my view it's true america's not white people it's america well most people and and probably in afghanistan when they see a white person they probably associate it with america so yeah i was making a generalization based upon the you know you don't normally see some asian guy walking around if he just wasn't there for a reason so you know they're pretty smart they don't normally uh there's
1: russians that are white and they invaded afghanistan so, all right.
0: <laughs> all right, technicality, motherfucker. You give this guy a little god fucking power and he wants to get all technical, okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't bring my son into this. No. <laughs> what do you, what where where do you think where when when is consciousness accountability when does it come into play to where We're you're a like, shitty person like morally
1: or not? and spiritually not like legally right like morally and yeah spiritually. N-
0: not legally definitely I'm i don't know about-
1: man like i don't know the i don't know the ins and outs of morality because it's hard you know like i know that legally they draw a limit just because we got to as a society uh but even then when i find out like there's a 13 year old kid and uh you know he's looking at 21 years for armed robbery I'm like fuck, man. I don't. If he even robbed me, I'd probably be like, throw him away. But then also, I think about like, man, I know the things we did, Mike, as kids, that we thought were just gonna be like, hey, I know that there are kids out there right now who are like, hey, man, we got this empty gun, and we could stick it in this guy's face and get money, and then we could fucking play video games. That's a horrible thing to do. Yeah. But I also know that they had no. Int- what people don't get sometimes when they do crimes is they're like, oh, but I had no intention of killing this person. But to the person. All they think about is somebody stuck a gun in my face. I assumed they were going to kill me. I live with that trauma, so like it's hard. Mor- morality. I don't is what I think hit.
0: there's. It's 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 kind of like how do I say this? Uh, science and theory is always a blanket black or white, positive or negative. I think mean, that's how existence happens and in, in science and theory, but. In real life that we're living now, there is you can't put a blanket statement or rule or generalization because so let's say we have someone with Down syndrome you can't how do we justly judge them if their their basic motor skills and and thought thinking is completely uh, uh insignificant compared to the the normal brain and when do we when do we start playing God and, and breaking out CRISPR kits and trying to eliminate certain DNA from from the coding? And will there ever be a time that we're able to just say, okay, we're going to get rid of child molesters, so we're going to fucking delete the this strand in the DNA, so the, no longer that? And then when when does it become, is that when we become godlike, is when we just literally dictate what comes out and who gets to dictate that? Have you, and-
1: have you ever watched the movie Gattaca? Uh, no, I've heard of it. Yeah, I've never seen it. like the basic of Gattaca is kind of that society. The problem, that, and one of the problems in the movie that happens is only the rich can afford to have like genetics fixed in their in their bodies, you know, when they're kids. You basically designer build your kid. And there's even a part where... Builder bear Yeah, it, basically there's a part where, uh, so what the main thing of Gattaca is, there is a guy who's not a rich designer kid, and uh, he meets a guy who is a rich designer kid who's now in a wheelchair because of an accident, and they switch... They switch basically uh, lives because the guy in the wheelchair wants. He seems like he wants to help this guy, you know, succeed. But there's even parts where, like, you pick your kid's dick size and stuff like that. Hell yeah! So there'd be like a dick arms race. Like, think about it. if you could pick the size of your kid's dick. Who's gonna be like, no, 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 give him a five.
0: You know, like I want him to be humble. No, everybody's gonna have big dicks. It's funny you mention that because earlier I was, I don't know. <laughs> this will be a soundbite. I don't know why earlier in the podcast i was thinking about like the circumcisions of a baby because we were talking about something and it made me think like man so we're giving these parents the ability to to name a human and that's what they'll be called legally for the rest of their life given a social security number almost as if they're property of a country and they have to be they're, they're tracked and everything and all that shit but after after beyond all that you are like damn this motherfucker has got the decision whether they're going to chop this this kid's dick or not. Like and I'd heard that there was like a movement to like the hospitals are no longer going to do it free of charge or it's something. It's like
1: clipping a dog's ears. These people are like, "No, don't do it." And I'm Designer like, "It, it dick. looks better."
0: Dick designs.
1: Imagine your Saturn dick if you
0: were unclipped. Oh man. Oh my god. They blown out fucking a Saturn ring and You'd that's it.
1: You have an afro of skin around it.
0: Fucking flaps. Fucking slaps. I got some RV sandwiches waiting for me in the room.
1: Hey, don't talk about fucking cordy like that. No, she's got a, be- she got a
0: beautiful fucking pussy.
1: <laughs> I wish. I won't say.
0: Yeah, I know. Hey, shut I up. I won't.
1: <laughs> but Chris knows what there, I'm talking There
0: about. are some conversations yep. that will never make it. And it's all good and it's positive. It's all good and positive. It's, it's just, just hilarious ch- adjectives. Bros sometimes describe things. In a way If you're smart enough You'll catch on to what I'm saying I've described
1: things in a way That if a girl heard me say it She'd be like That is the most unflattering thing ever But bros get it Guys do that
0: We'll we'll, we'll just Like you say We'll describe things Yeah And it might sound like You immediately need to be incarcerated I I, I was telling my homeboys Once about these girls
1: I was like These titties were like little missiles You know No girl wants to hear They look like little missiles
0: But bros That's how it is but you know what else is happening right no, now? No, fuck you. I'm, I'm 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 enjoying this part of it. I think we're, every show is not going to be like funny and yeah, and man. Crazy. I think everybody
1: gets that though, man. That that's something everybody gets. That that the show is about us reflecting on things that we wanted to talk about with a group of people, our members, fans, and audience that we think can relate to them, and, and we want your feedback from it. And it is want, really you know, cool
0: when they they do give us our feedback. To, oh, tell us what you just got
1: too. What you got
0: from a member? Oh man, uh, a member. Sent me this Pizza Hut uh, duffel bag, and I talked about it on my Snapchat the other day and in my Instagram stories, where uh, I had had burnt some stuff in the trailer, and my dad got. I actually, I didn't. Even, I don't know if I told the whole story, but he rolled up some toilet paper and burnt it, and like was like,
1: "Yeah, you like that, you little fucking shit. Yeah, treat you like a lion in a cage." Yeah, ah, no. he ah. was like
0: catapulted me with a, a rolled up newspaper on fire in the bathtub. I remember, and I had this little Pizza Hut duffel bag. It was red. And little handles on it, and it had little burn holes in it. And I remember him telling me to pack my shit, and then took me to a children's home, and drove off. And I remember it being in that little bag, and I just randomly said, "You know, I'm gonna Google that bag." I found like, "Oh my god," I was like four or five years old when I saw this fucking bag, and I remember it. I just randomly thought of that bag, and it showed up on Google. I was like, "Wow," it was almost like clarifying that my thought was actual reality because like sometimes memories can feel like a dream, and then you when you can trace it down you're like no this really happened You're like wow so i'm not crazy this really was really there kind of mandela effectish. but then today uh one of one of our uh, amazing members they uh sent me a package it was uh, a cake making like box i i was like what the fuck am i gonna do with this there's no note no letter nothing i thought someone had fucking literally sent me cake mix and i was like oh what the fuck and uh I kind of just sit there on my desk a little bit, and I was like, wait a minute, there's tape on this thing. like, what the fuck? I opened up. No cake mix. They had sent me the Pizza Hut duffel bag. That's dope. And it's really cool. I've been talking about it, thinking about it all day, because when y'all are listening to our stories, and maybe you relate to it, a lot of people uh, tell me like they relate to our, like, our childhoods and our growing up in the 80s and 90s, because... Dude, we got such a bond. I don't see kids 10, 20 years from here be like, "Remember when the fucking do do do?" They were in Minecraft, little-
1: and we were both playing TikTok. And then- I just don't
0: think they're going to have the same uh, emotional bond.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It's like our, it's like, you know, like our fathers when they would talk to them about the guys they grew up with, it was like they were, you know, they had an even thicker bond cuz they were like we, were, we, were, we were fucking in that fucking uh, you know, they were taking the subway together at 3. Alone, you know? <laughs> There's going
0: to be some kid tw- 20 years from like, bro, remember when TikTok first came out and, and oh, man, it was fucking crazy. And remember when virtual fucking microchipping first happened? It was crazy. <laughs> you ever go
1: back to a girl's Facebook? You go all the way back to like 2008 when Facebook started?
0: The quality of the photos started getting shittier and yeah. shittier? yeah, yeah.
1: And you and you go back, but you realize like this kid's like twenty four years old, like two thousand and eight. They're fucking kid in Facebook. My Facebook, yeah. I tried to go back too
0: far on my girlfriend's yeah. uh, in, uh, fucking Instagram or Facebook. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little uncomfortable. Let's let's, yeah. let's fast forward to the uh, to the to the back to the present. I went time. all the
1: way back to the beginning of Courtney's fucking. Uh, oh no! Uh, Facebook, oh no! And I it, and I see a picture of Mike. there driving. He's like a grown man. Courtney's a baby oh. in her mom's arm.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hey, you but he, son of a fucking bitch. So, we have a show this Thursday. We have a show this
1: Thursday. And a members'
0: week on the 16th, 17th, and 18th.
1: And also, guys, if you are a music fan, uh, you got to come to the show because it's karaoke. Yeah. Karaoke and comedy. We're going to do comedy. You might
0: hate to laugh. Or you might hate to sing, but you're not going to hate and to laugh Mm-mm. or sing. So, fuck you. You're going to fucking So, like come it.
1: this Thursday, April 1st, RSVP. Uh, if you're a member, you can bring a friend. Uh, we're going to have refreshments. We're going to have a comedy show featuring three nationally touring headliners. Ken Miller, Ross Paget, Mike Hurley. These guys are amazing uh these guys are amazing comics they they work with some of the biggest comics in the country uh you usually don't get a show with the three of them but they're all super jazzed to come here to the castle and oh, we're out.
0: excited i think this is going to be a good show me and mike
1: are excited we're going to have a fun time but remember that's april 1st at the sausage castle the show's going to start at thursday night, night. Thursday, this thursday night doors open at 7 the show's going to start around 8 eight thirty, and then karaoke to follow immediately afterwards and knowing mike Busey. Probably some kind of party after karaoke. I, I can't see him being like, "Let's send everybody out down, of here." Shut him home. down. The
0: vibe's too good. I want to say thank you to Joseph Johnson of Oakdale, California. He became a member. Uh, I want to say thank you to Jared Gaskill of Goldsboro, North Carolina. I'm just gonna, if people sign up, I'm gonna start reading their fucking names. Uh, Lucas Williams of Claremont, Florida. That's probably one of my girlfriend's friends from high school. Uh, let's see here, uh, Joseph Garcia from East Meredith, New York. Man, I feel like I've pronounced all these names so far correctly. You're killing it. Yeah, I'm doing really good. Uh, but seriously, guys, uh, becoming a member is super huge, and it's, and it's really uh, fucking. It really keeps the fucking bills getting paid around here, and and you're employing people, and you're keeping a fucking crazy wild motherfuckers dream alive and i'd love to share that with each one of you guys uh thank you cameron colter of rosendale montana i think that was montana i don't know that could have been missouri i don't know the fucking you know fucking mt mo mo right oh i got it right uh i'm like i don't know <laughs> I'm like, sean hendrix of ormond beach florida thank you for being a member hopefully your wife's not listening to this and you're fucking not getting kicked out of your house yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that joined recently that we want to th- say thank you. Some of you are really fucking liking this shit. We really have no idea where it's going. And I am an emotional fucking creature, and sometimes I'm fucking excited about it. Sometimes I'm not, but uh, I'm trying not to be a pussy and keep pushing forward. And Remember that there's a lot of people out there that fucking don't have a job or they have a fucking horrible job, and I have fucking the best job, even in the most craziest fucking Scenarios. I'm lucky and blessed enough to do what I love and share my life with each and every one of you guys. So these podcasts—they're a collective piece. You know, there's going to be episodes. They're going to be one way, and then there's going to be one this way, and it's going to be some real shit. And then you're going to hear a little bit everything. So thank you for tuning in, and and please tell your friends about it. Come out to the uh, to the castle. This is this is not like some shitty OnlyFans where you pay. And you see some shivers butthole whenever she gets off her lazy ass. You're going to see high-quality shit, some crazy butthole shit. And you're going to see fucking uh, a place you can come and stay for three days and three nights and have a good time. And we got this comedy show coming up. And we got a whole year of activities. Uh, and we hope that you are here to make these memories with us. Thank you to Steven and Chris. It is currently now almost 4 a.m. And I'm fucking tired, too. I think I think... Other than being fat and turning the air off, I'm fucking sweating. I'm just I'm tired, I'm physically tired, you know. Uh been doing move, a lot. Moving airplanes ain't easy.
1: Well so. guys, on behalf of me and Mike, the whole staff and crew here. And remember April sixteenth, seventeenth, and eighteenth, members weekend. You can still come check that out soon. Uh wanna thank you guys. We love you guys. Love thank you,
0: guys. you. We'll uh we'll see you very soon. Goodbye.